Blog Talk Radio. Yes, I'm ready for it. You ready? Yes, good evening, good evening to all of you out in Radio Land. Welcome to the Cricket Show. I'm your host, Leon Francis, soon to be joined by the panelists, all of them. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors that we are going to have a bumper show this evening. Join us if you can. The number is 1515-605-9850. The Cricket Show coming to you live in our 10th, in our 11th year, going strong. Hoping to hear from as many of you as possible. We are hoping to have a great lineup. But before much ado, let me just give God thanks and praise for his allowing us to be here this evening. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this evening. We thank you for all that you have done for us in the past. We pray that you may just continue to bless this show. Let it prosper each and every year. We are grateful for what help you have given to us, especially the one who's who has helped us finance the show over the years. We're grateful for the ones who are supporting us, nevertheless, and we thank them for their help. Because by their help, we're able to accumulate a number of listeners. We're grateful for everything you've done for us, especially the one, the help that you have given to the, our loved ones who are sick. And I'd like to just name them, Lord, for your knowledge and for those who may not have heard them before my dear wife Eunice Francis my brother Eugene Francis Dr. Leroy Lashley a dear friend of mine Ma Ruby Ruby Lott Corporal Francis Ruby Ruby Lott is the mother of Audley Watson Corporal Francis my sister over in Mount Vernon my brother Whitworth Francis they are struggling dear lord Mertris Nisbet, a panelist of ours, and Ralston Otto, a former cricketer, and El Tumio Willett over there in Nevis, who has been struggling. Everett Carter has been under the weather for a number of years. Lord, touched their bodies, Lord. Connie Whitley, my niece. Oliver Solomon. Dennis Kelman. Iselma Cornelius. Ellie Matt, who had a birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, for Elimat, we just hope, Lord, that you will just bless the young man and bring him back to his normal self. Willis Daniel, Fillmore Hallpike, Rosworth Bird, and just a number of people who have expressed their concerns. But those who have not, Lord, we want you to touch them. Heal this nation, this country of ours, the United States of America. We pray, Father, that you will just bless them. Uh, let them be Come, let them be, be improved in their health condition, Lord. May each and every one of them, Lord, be back to their normal self. We thank you for our being able to carry this show for a number of years and trust that you'll just continue to bless this show. In your precious name we pray. 
Amen. Error code 951. Let me bring that gentleman in. Uh, good evening to you, sir. 951, area code. Sounds like... Good evening to you. Oh, good Dennis. Good evening to you, Leo. Yes, Dennis. Okay, Dennis. I just could not recognize the, the number, but nevertheless... Well, you're on early. You know what to say? Early to bed, early to rise. Make a, indeed, oh that's my motto. Yes, indeed. And we got a great lineup for you this evening. We have the opening prayer. We have. I'm going to give you the show outline, and then Audley will be coming in with the inside edge. Then we will get the coach's corner. He's going to be on early this evening because he has a lot to talk about, and we are hopeful to, that he comes on early to bring that. Walter Henry... Birthday hour and anniversary section will be on by later at about 7 o'clock. Audley Watson will be doing that. Of course, we have you lined up. Dennis Heath is going to give a presentation as well. Ain't that, ain't that good news? Simon O'Brien, he's going to ask the panelists the question, and we will shoot one back to him. I got a couple of questions for Simon this evening. He's going to be surprised. Lawrence Royado. The Lawrence Row section will be on at 8, and we have a special guest, Dr. Ninish Mahiti, um, and he's a journalist. He is a cricket fanatic out of India, out of the USA, and we have the, the panelists, of course, yours truly, the host, Audley Watson, David Maitland, Jetlin Patel, Linford McKenzie, Simon O'Brien, Cardinal Mills, Ivor Henry, Virgil Francis, and Dennis Heath. So without further ado, let me just say, we just have to say sad news because the great Hank Aaron, Hank Henry Lewis Aaron, he passed on this week at the age of 86. He was born in Mobile, Alabama in 1934, and he died on the 22nd of January um, 2021. May soul rest in Everlasting peace. He is one who had uh, had some 755 home runs. Well, Australia were defeated by India. What a match that was! Australia winning there by three wickets, scores 369 and 294. India 336 and 329 for seven, and winning the series India by two matches to one. Bangladesh also did a number on the West Indies. They were defeated in the second ODI by some six wicket scores. West Indies won 22 in 32.2 overs. Bangladesh won 25 of four in 33.5 overs. And the next one starts tomorrow morning, which means that West Indies has uh, up against it. They're facing another whitewash. We just wait and see what the outcome will be. Sri Lanka against England. The scores at the end of the third day. Sri Lanka, 381. England, 339 for 9. And score, the match has started, I, I assume, by now. We'll give, give you some updates later on. The Big Bash sees uh, Perth Scorchers, followed by the Sydney Thunders. And at the bottom of the table, we have the Melbourne Stars and the Melbourne Renegades, more to follow. And in the upcoming Super 50, we have the Guyana team, which I'd like to give Leon Johnson, Shimron, Hepmeyer, he's the vice captain, follow, well, 
Johnson's captain, Hetmeyer Vice Captain Christopher Barnwell, Anthony Bramble, Asad Fudadin, Trevon Griffith, uh, Shanda Paul Hedgeman, Tevin Imlach, uh, Keon Joseph, uh, Ramiel Lewis, good guest, Moti, Ashan Heya Persad, Romaria Shepard, Kevin Sinclair, and Naya Smith. We'll give you the other two teams, Leeward Islands and the Windward Islands, when they are published. This interest from the CWI makes Ambrose seek new employment. Of course, we talked about his trying in England to see if he can get get um, um, bowling coach's position. South Africa, they're going to be touring Pakistan. They will be playing two test matches and three T20s starting January the 28th. And we'll go until February the 14th. Hetmeyer, Russell, Pollard are among eight West Indian players retained by the IPL franchises. And some who have not been retained have got to wait until February the, 7th, the 11th for them to know whether or not they are picked. And Hassan, Hassan Mahmoud, he says he claims that Otis. Gibson, the former West Indies coach, was responsible for making him perform so outstandingly against the West Indies. He got three for 28 in one match and one one wicket in the other. So very good performance by a young man, only in the 20s, early 20s. And according to Roland Holder, the West Indies will, the T20, upcoming T20, which starts, no, the ODI matches would start in Antigua February the 7th and will go into the 27th. This will make we give the other teams who are proposing to tour the West in this confidence and we hope that these teams, these matches will go off without any problems whatsoever. And without any further ado, let me bring in Audley Watson. Audley, you're in. Go right ahead, sir. Good evening, Mr. Francis, and good evening to my fellow panelists and for our listeners throughout the world. It's good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. It's another wonderful Sunday evening right in my neck of the wood here. It's, um, yes, a wonderful day, quite pleasant. Uh, we went uh, in South Florida here to 81 degrees Fahrenheit, which is very good for this time of the year. And uh, we are looking forward to having another wonderful, wonderful, wonderful program this evening as usual. So, Marub, I haven't heard. Uh, Marub called. I look and I saw where I missed three calls from her. And, um, you know, I I wasn't able to answer. My phone was off. And um, I called back a couple of times. I haven't gotten any reply, but I know the fact that they called couple of times I know everything is all right if everything wasn't I would you know receive some other calls everything's supposed to be all right well back to you okay. sir yes indeed I'm so glad to hear about my Ruby that she's doing well well my other half is also doing absolutely fine wonderful, fine wonderful. And so Dennis anything that you'd want to express before we Wait for the arrival of uh, Jatin. He should be here anytime now. He's promised to be on early. Because he has to go to bed early as well. Dennis, you're... Well, good, e- good. Yes. Yeah. good evening to you, Audley. Yeah. And of course, also good evening, to sir. other panelists. 
and uh, I am very, um, uh, shall we say, doting on your, you know, envious of your wonderful weather you have out there. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm in California where it's, where it's normally warm, but today the temperatures dropped somewhat. I think we're looking at something in the region of about 50 to 60 here in California, so I really am envious of your 81 degrees. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning to yes, other listeners, both yes. in the United States and uh, around the world. And I look forward to an informative and engaging show this evening. Back to you, Leon. Yeah, before we go into the meat of things, why don't we just say a word on Hank Aaron? I don't know if you know about the young man, but he I, has made quite an impact on my life during my early days in USA. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, I, I'm, familiar, I'm familiar with Hank's exploit because my, my son, who at one point was a, a semi-professional baseball player, got me into, uh, you know, following baseball. And so I'm, although I wasn't around for the period when Hank was uh, playing, I've been aware of his uh, illustrious career and, of course, the fight he has put up to... Um, put forward the black uh, acceptance in this country. And he's been through a great deal of uh, headache, heartaches, and discrimination, but he's managed to show discipline and not allow the disappointments to uh, become a major obstruction in his progress. And I'm really, truly delighted to know that he was able to, you know, become the world baseball home run leader at least for quite a while and I certainly regret to hear of his passing and uh, rest. hope he will rest in peace back to you Leon yes indeed and of course we we also hear about the great talk show host who also passed away oddly I know you might have known of the great man oddly are you there <laughs> no Okay, okay, oh, yeah. yeah, Mr. Francis, yes. Um, yeah, Hammering Hank, as he was called, um, held the, the home run record for quite a while before it was broken by Bart Barnes. And, um, you know, people question Barnes with this and, you know, steroids or whatsoever. But, um, you know, it, it's a situation where um, a lot of players were doing stuff and, it, you know, the Major League Baseball turned their, their heads against the, the other side. But it's just uh, more in more recent times now they are more strict with steroids is concerned. So they would have to uh, erase a lot of other records if they're going to be questioning Barry Bonds and some some others. But how Hamrein Hank, um, yeah, he, he was quite a durable player for years and years and years. Um, he hit 555 home runs in, you know, and, and never hitting 50 home runs in a single season. Never. The highest he has ever hit was 45. But he has got many, many seasons of baseball and um, showed his consistency over the years. And, um, of course, as Dennis um, referred to, you know, in those, in those early years, it was very hard for, for blacks when, whenever they, they, they play baseball whenever they go you know certain cities especially in the south you know 
um, the blacks cannot stay with the whites and, 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 and stuff like that. And that is why, that is why of all the, the, the evangelists over the years, the one that I've respected the most is Billy Graham. Because whenever he's having his, his, con, his um, revival meetings, he insists that they have to be integrated. You can have segregated audience. And the choir, the mass choir, everybody is, is integrated. No segregation. And, um, yes, so those guys really went through stuff, the, the hard part of it, laying the foundation for other black uh, major league baseball players who are making the millions and millions today. So we just have to pay our respect to the great man, Hammer and Hunk, here. Yes, and what about the great talk show host who also passed on, gentlemen? You guys know of him? Larry name? King? Yeah. Yeah, King. well, as the name suggests, he, he has been king for quite a while, and he died yeah. a king. <laughs> name and nature is king. <laughs> yeah, because I remember I remember back um, in, in my early days, back in, back in Jamaica, when we were growing up, we have just one television station, Jamaica Broadcasting Corporation, the JBC. And and that is if you're fortunate and able to buy a, a television, right? And then it's black and white until um, you know, the colored came came in and um then two television stations, CVM joining. Now we have multiple we have in Jamaica away from the advent of satellite dish. And when you look in Jamaica, all over the place, a lot of satellite dishes. So people are able to pick up CNN and, you know, and uh, it, CNN is a popular thing in, in, in Jamaica. Um, Bernard Shaw, you know, and guys like those. And, of course, Larry King, Larry King Live, always watch Larry King Live. So he, he was he, one of those pioneers. Um, when it comes to news, news broadcasting, 24-hour news, because, you know, it, it does a new thing when it was tried out. Can you have a 24-hour a, a news program? Will that work? But as it yes. turned out today, where a lot and lot of the same thing is going on. So he was one of those pioneers. So um, our sympathies goes out to Larry King's family yes. and his wife and everybody else. Yes, indeed. And we are now joined by Jatin. Thank you so much for that, Audley. And Jatin is going to give a presentation. So, folks, we'd love for you to hold your, your questions until Jatin is finished because he's doing a special this evening. How are you, Jatin? And congratulations on your team, India. They have won a wonderful series. Talk to us about it. Yes, Jatin, you're on live. How yes, do you expect to win? this all. And it's my pleasure to join with you guys. We're hearing a little from your end. Yeah, you're breaking up. You're, you're breaking up. You're breaking up a little bit. Can you? Uh, Can a little you better. Now? Yes. Go ahead. Yes, you. Talking yes. the situation. Continue mm-hmm. talking. Yes, we are waiting to correct the little technical difficulties there with um, Jatin's um, communication with us. I'm good to go. I'm good to okay, go. Okay, well, no, no, no. How do you express your win? And tell us all about it. I know you must be overjoyed. I am a, not an Indian, but uh, oddly is. His, his second team is Indian. He was elated, and I too was. T- talk to us about it. 
Well, uh, first of all, uh, many congratulations to Team India. Extraordinary, amazing, stunning, marvelous. It's uh, very hard to express what can be the best word for this win, but it's sure one thing that India has incredible turnaround win by this, I call it, new team. And it's a destiny created, a way for the new heroes to emerge. Great win, as good as World Cup 1983 win. Maybe better. That's how the Balwinder Sandhu, the champion baller from the World Cup 1983, posted his comment on a social media. It's a gigantic moment in India's cricketing history. And this is the greatest turnaround after that uh, 2001 uh, India-Australia Test Series. In your, in your opinion, Zetin, what reward do you think India have gotten from this victory? This is one of the best tests and series so far India has played. India retained the Border Gavaskar Trophy. They could have retained even with the draw but winning it and keeping it, it's a big thing. And uh, as long, Australia lost this test, the series is again tied up with 2-1. And uh, don't forget, it's not just win. It is also a shake-up, we call it, in uh, ICC World Test Championship table. Australia used to be at number one before the series, and now they drop back to the number four. And uh, India is uh, hitting again in terms of the number of wins and the new system they have. Australia's part to this year's World Test Championship final at large is now in, I will say, under dark cloud. Two back-to-back, down-under series win in Australia, both with 2-1 margin. Uh, during 2018-19, India became the first Asian side to defeat Australia by 2-1 to under Virat Kohli's captaincy. Well, why this GABA test was so important as media rocks around the world with this recent win by India? Well, it's uh, definitely a pathetic loss at GABA for the Australians as they were undefeated at this ground for last 32 years with uh, record sticks by itself, 24 wins out of 32 last test match played at this venue. And the top of that, India sit only nine for seven on the last day in a fourth inning, which is also a last session of the series. It's uh, one of the highlights because this is the record-breaking successful chase by any visiting team. Beating the previous best was 236 for seven, which was uh, uh, done by Australia. And even you look at that fourth inning chase, 236 for seven, Australia did it way back in 1951. And I remember in the third test, I was like surprised. And it's no wonder why this Aussie captain and wicketkeeper team Payne told Ravindra Ashwin, like, can't wait for the Gabba test. So hmm. I think he was in overconfidence to invite the Indian team in Gabba because they are so confident they never lost it. They believe that we have a tradition at Gabba. Granted, Australia must win. And this might be the case when he made that comment. But unfortunately, I will say this game turned around the other way. Don't forget, 
top 20 scores at GABA. Brisbane all belongs to home team, Australia. Overall, 62 matches that have played at GABA for more than 100 years of history. Australia have won 40 of them. Mm -hmm. 13 of those wins have came by an inning and some runs. Means it's a huge victory down there. And has only managed eight losses over the years. So this is a huge win for India. Yes, amazing, unexpected results at the GABA. was like a dream. What was your thoughts at the start of this final GABA test? It starts with this is a uh, 100% uh, I call it uh, unexpected uh, result like a dream. We are watching some uh, action trailer here, you know, and uh, looking at this uh, at the start of this final Gabba test, the only one guy, Indian legend, Sunil Gavaskar predicted this series 2-1 again, mm -hmm. just like last time. But after that 36 all out in first test, second inning, many legends and cricket pundits, we call it gurus, like Michael Clark, Ricky Ponting, Mike Woe, Michael Vaughn, uh, Brad Haddon. I can keep continue this list, and most of the people write off this series as why it was 4-0. Mm -hmm. yeah. And don't forget, when they started this last test, India was without the services of all frontline seamers. That includes Isan Sarma, uh, Mohammad Sami, to continue on Umesh Yadav. Uh, don't forget, Jaspit Bumrah was the last to go on the line with uh, Ravindra Jareja as well as Ravindra Ashwin. So if you look at it, the injuries have also made a dance in Indian team where they have to come out with the makeshift of the team. I call it the second line of the team. It wasn't expected. And this is how it works. If you look at this more trouble into this game, the India used the 20 players in four test series mm -hmm. and most of them because of the injuries. And this happened first time in a cricketing history. Look into the consistent performance. There are only two players from India, Ajinkya Rane and Chetin uh, Pujara. Both played all four games. None of the other players has played all four games. Just continue on that one. I will say since which is about a uh, year after India entered into the World Cricket in 1932. So during that time, whatever happened, it's basically new team in a cricket world. So in that particular, if you come out with it or sum up with it, we had a bowlers who do not have too much experience taking wicket. And that is what exactly happened here. In this test, there were less than 100 wickets between those uh, inexperienced bowlers India had compared to 1,000 plus tally from the Australian bowlers. And that's a huge gap in terms of it. And don't forget, there are plenty of records in this. And all I can say, this is amazing. Truly amazing what the India has done. Yes, indeed. <laughs> can you tell us about the final day drama in your, in, in your own words? Final day. I will, say, I, I will say, 
this is the test I watch seriously because the way the India fight in the third test, defending that uh, loss where they batted for 100 plus overs in the last inning to make sure that we don't lose. And as soon as the Rohit got out early in the morning, in about 8.2 hours, I was 18 for one. And then that time, the Pujara walks in. And from the moment, I can see the Pujara has a different mindset. So despite of these Australians here, some record at the GABA, the Indian batsmen showed absolutely no fear. And they never looked or interested in playing for ground. Heading into the final day of the Test Series, they needed like 324 runs to win on the last day out of uh, 100 overs. Mm -hmm. And the expectation was that India will again, will be trying to bat out all overs like they did in last uh, Test and uh, keep continue keeping that uh, Gavaskar Trophy with the draw. But things change. If you look at it, the 21-year-old young Subman Gill as opening batsman, you can see his attitude. He stayed back to take the team score to 132, up to like 47 overs. So if you look at it, he batted 39 overs with the Pujara, and he himself scored uh, 91 of uh, 146 uh, balls with about eight fours and two sixes. Wow. And that's an equally impressive knock from this young man who made 91 at the top order. And I think that built a foundation. And then the Jikya Rame, Rane, the captain himself, came out. He did the, his job, I will say, with 24 out of 22. But after that, the whole thing is changed. It was 167 for three where the punt walks in. And that is the beauty of this game. To honestly, I will say, when India lost Kujara at 228, in uh, 80.2 overs, I believe Pujara give a rock-solid support for this game's outcome. Mm -hmm. This scored 56 runs of 211 balls, but bigger than that, he stayed there five hours and 14 minutes on the wicket, taking all the punches you can think about it. <laughs> And when he got out, I will say India was needed about 100 runs in 19.4 overs. And the punt at that point was about 35 runs. So punt and rest of the people has to come out these not just runs, but it's a quick run. And if you look from there, they started building up the good thing. I think the game turned into the T20. And that is what the next man, Agrawal, came, and he scored 9 for 15. And when he got out, it was uh, 265 for 5 in 86 overs. But that left the formula to 63 more runs needed in 13.2 overs left. And then he got another debutant, we call it the newcomer, the Washington Sundar, who is playing his uh, first uh, international game as a test. He scored those 20, 22 out of 29 with two fours and a six. And I will say, when he got out, it's only 10 needed in four overs. So it was all about how the punt can carry on and take care of the final outcome. So if you look at the other way, the punt made majority of the impact in that last 19 overs. 
He played 89 not out, 438 balls with nine fours and a six. And I will say it's a kind of routine they got because Pun scored about 97 of 118 ball looking in the partnerships and those. And uh, keeping up to date on that one, I will say it's equally supported by these other uh, new players he has because the 12 floors, 12 fours and three sixes, that's what it came out in that uh, last 100 run needed. And no doubt, don't forget that, a huge contribution from the captain, Team Payne, and wicketkeeper for Australia, who missed the stumping when the punt yes. was only 16. So they paid the huge price here. And at the end, if you look at the over, way that ended the day, it was 329 for seven in 97 overs. Is a highlight or highest ever chase at the Gaba. Remember, yeah. previous was 236, but was not on the last day. And this one was in 1951. So with just like 19 balls remaining in official schedule, when this India scored 324, it's a huge at the Gaba, looking at these all statistics and histories, history has uh, come out with it. Yes. <laughs> you know, Pajara reminded me of um, Brian Close against the Western East. With, he's being battered. He took them <laughs> purposely. Not avoiding them, but he puts his body in front. But when India got all out for 36, their lowest score ever. Many around the world blame the 2020 IPL in Dubai as players did not get rest. What's your opinion or your thoughts about the T20 impact for this series? I'm with you, like everybody else, when this performance happened, it was uh, easy to blame for all of us that uh, T20 IPL has given like uh, over stress, over workload, and maybe players are tired. They don't have the proper mindset to go with. And uh, it's an old say. The people used to say, like, you play the longer game and you'll be good at shorter formats. Playing good test cricket. You can absolutely do well in a sort of form of the game. Mm -hmm. But if you look at this particular game, when Pujara got out at the mark of 80.2 overs, India was needed 100 runs in 19.4 overs. That's 119 balls. So Pant was on 34 of 84 balls with a six and just two fours. From that point... If you look at the remaining runs, how they score, they turn this game into a T20. And believe it or not, this is the 100% fit and match what the India wanted. Because these all young performers who made this test, we calling Washington, Pant, even the Thakur, Saini, and Natarajan, these are all coming from that IPL T20. And what they did, if you look at that last 100 runs, I will say, Rishabh Pan scored 55 of 54 balls with seven fours. That's a huge one to take as a senior batsman at the crease. But on the other side, don't forget the support he got. Because remaining 45 runs also came in just 46 balls. With a six and three fours, no doubt they lose a couple of wickets. But at the end, 
they score 100 in 100 balls with the 6 and 10 force. So mm-hmm. overall, I will say T20 help these cricketers to turn around this game and change into the winning situation during that last 20 overs. Yes, indeed. We're going to speed up a little here. What we all can learn from, from this series as cricketers and people who cover the games, what can we all learn from this series, Victory by India? Well, we have to understand this game, Amazing Cricket itself. And uh, we all know that cricket is all about runs. Teams score more runs, wins at the end. Aussies try to do different things in this game, including the body attack. They try to change their game style. If you remember that 36 all out, I believe that's one of the best uh, hour and a half I have seen in my life, where these uh, Australian ballers bowl length and line, which is kind of unplayable. And that's how they got all those wickets. So that was the perfect plan. Get them. I will say get them out rather than knock them. But after these uh, two tight tests, uh, after they came into the third, we see the little bit difference here. Instead of get mm-hmm. them, they want to knock them. And that is what is continuing. And eventually what proved to be is uh, this uh, boxing game, I call it. It turned around other way. Because these young fellows, inexperienced players, we call it, came out and they did some counter-punching in this series. So all I can say is, mm-hmm. if you keep up with your talent, spirit, and the form you possess and keep continue playing good cricket, it does not matter what you face, how much hardship is, you can win. That's what we learn from this city. Nothing is impossible. Finally, uh, Jatin, I know you read a lot of, about the game, right? We'd like you to, to know what the key media quotes you'd like to give the panelists today. Well, you know that uh, I was doing the Google search in after 24 hours after this weekly, and you can hit like almost 500,000 plus queries and B logs and these and all those. Mm-hmm. But I still can read those a couple of uh, notable media who does exist in a cricket world for many years, I call it. The leading newspapers like the Australian, the Daily Telegraph, the Herald Sun, Mercury, also a mm. telegraph from uh, in England. So these are the leading newspaper, and I can definitely uh, keep some uh, note from my reading where I love the statement they made. So look at the Australian's quote first, the Australian. Better bruise, try struck on the helmet, close to wrist, the fingers, the back, and the shoulder, the elbow, mm. the bicep, the thigh, courageous, outrageous. Chetan Pujara was the upstanding epitome to the bravest touring squad to have visited this source. That means indirectly they praise enough word to Pujara as a warrior to be down under to play this sort of inning. And he definitely took uh, huge body blows, 10 plus, I will say. And a uh, couple of times I feel like he's going to go retired hard, but he keep mm-hmm. fighting on it. The other newspaper, uh, the Daily Telegraph from Sydney, it says uh, 
uh, Australia must watch young opener Sabnam Gill, the gifted rookie who moves with the grace of a ballroom dancer mm-hmm. and a panic of a shoulder with a bayonet. Uh, India have raised the bar in cricket. The scary thing is it is likely to keep going up 100% with that statement. I still believe Gil never got chance and all of a sudden he got chance. This is, I believe, his second test and the way he performed his stroke play and the footwork against this uh, short pitch bowling, it was amazing. And that's why this uh, uh, article was written where it says ballroom dancer means he have a fix free mm-hmm. to move around. Coming to the Herald Sun, another uh, oldest paper out that they title Impossible India. The day they bullies become the bullied. The Indian mm-hmm. team bullied and bullies out of Fortress Gaba. The irrepressible uh, become the immortals. The day when Fortress Gaba was stormed by the group of Cavalier raiders who kicked down the drawbridge, stole the crown jewels, and raced off into the late afternoon sunshine toward the hysterical fans who will cherish the memory forever. Take it all, India. You deserve it. Australia are no longer the bully boys of the game. They have been started down by the implacable uh, forces of the Indian team. Honestly, I will say this is a much more bigger impact than what West Indies did in late uh, 70s and early 80s when the Clive Lloyd's came out and fighting all over the world to become the most important championship team in our world. And this is what the India has done from nowhere. Remember, it's all new, inexperienced people in this team because of the injuries. The another newspaper uh, I read it is uh, Mercury. And it says, when all the world thought India was terrified about visiting Fortress Zaba, it hatched a cunning plan to storm it. And that's uh, true. India came out the other way. Hey, we are not here to surrender. We are not here to lose. We're going to defend. And not only that, I think Pujara tried to defend, but these uh, young fellows has a different plan and says, hey, we're not here to defend here. Let's win it. And then it's coming to the another paper, local player from the Western Australia. It says, take it all, India. You deserve it. It's not <laughs> simply what you did, but how you did, you did it. With a wholeness that will inspire the entire cricket world. Extraordinary, amazing, and stunning. Yes, the government pulled for another 90 years of test and see nothing like this. So basically, this particular journalist has put the explanation mark. Is it possible to repeat such performance in upcoming next years for Australia? Thank you so much, Jaitan. We know we have some raging guests are on to ask you some questions. Oddly, your thoughts and your opinion. Any questions for Jaitan? Then we bring in Ed afterwards, and then Mr. Dennis. Audley? It's it, it, it's not it's not a question per se, but um, you know, just to pile on some more praises for the um for the, for the Indians, right? And then we we I don't want us to overlook Rahani, um, because Rahani um, has no captain India on five occasions, and he has won four Test matches and drawn one. 
So yes. it's an 80% win right now, um, five out mm-hmm. of four. I'm not naive to think that he's going to be handed the captaincy either because nobody can captain for a prolonged period and continue to keep up 90% win anyway. And um, the other thing is uh, the rock himself, Pajura, Pajura, because we know, we know that it's necessary with the young guns firing, there's got to be someone that anchors the innings, right? And he did exactly that. Um, um, just to uh, mention something that um, Mr. Um, okay. Patel maybe did not um, read that one or forget it. But Ricky Ponting did say that India wasn't going to make 200. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> he said mm-hmm. they're not going to make 200 in second innings. So, of course, well, what, did that. Yeah. what did Shane say? What did Shane Warren say? Did he say anything? He didn't believe but that, too. Shane Warren. Didn't Shane, Shane Warren. Yeah, 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 you see, you, you can blame all them because... Uh, I call it. They're yeah, all speechless. Because knowing that you have to... And I'm definitely, with this uh, comment on this one, it's absolutely amazing that uh, way the Ajinkya Rane has handled the situation under pressure in absence of Virat Kohli. He had all frontline players were injured. And he has to go with these inexperienced new players. But it's a beauty how you manage them. Then that's what all about leadership. Don't forget, in my opinion, in this particular test, he got a good support from his own teammate who also plays at the local level in Bombay. It's uh, Rohit Sharma. He's uh, one of the good captains in T20. And the Rane and... Both are the local team uh, members in uh, local uh, tournaments and local leagues in India. And that's the beauty. They work on it. If you look at the on-field situation during the crisis or circumstances, I will say these two gentlemen quietly have done their job without getting frustrated, without bringing the angerness, or without expecting too much from the players. But in other way around, they put together and put themselves, like charity always begins from home. And they did what the leader supposed to do. And if you read the comment from the Rane at the end, this is what it's about. He told all teammates, don't worry about anything. Just go out and play and enjoy. And that gives the freedom. And the beauty is on the other side, this guy, is not about getting opportunity. These are the players in that 1.4 billion population. They have thousands of players out there waiting for the opportunity. And I believe these people grab that opportunity. As soon as they got a chance to prove it, they show the class. Uh, Leon, just let me finish this little Petura special because uh, I I spent a lot of time on on this one because I I saw we're so far... Um, in the two last series, the 2018 and uh, 2021 series, that Pajara has faced 2,186 balls in Australia, right? 2,186 balls. So I said, no, let me look and see how much runs he has scored then. And um, I did not ask Google. I went in, back into the archives because I want to see the individual scores uh, and such like, because mm-hmm. this man has been such a rock in there. So I saw where he has made 792 runs in, in 15 innings. He has played eight test matches, 15 innings, because one, he batted just one. And um, in, in that 15 innings, four of those innings, he was out for a duck, 
one, I mean, zero, zero, four, and 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 a three. I think in in all in all it was like seven in those four innings, and and the other ten innings put together, he mm-hmm. accumulated seven hundred and eighty-five runs. And I say, let's break it down a bit. I do some mathematics and say, in in um, average per match, because he has played eight test matches, he averages 99 runs per match, right? And um, he um, per inning, because he batted um, 15 times. Each time mm. he batted, he average the average was was 52.18, 52.8, 52.8. And uh, but per inning, give give um, Ed a little break because he is just before ten minutes. We can continue that in the in the later. Okay, run. okay, all right. go, go ahead. Ed, go ahead. Why don't you make your point? I want him to do it in the the coach's corner. Ed. Hey, 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 what's up? What, what's up, guys? Good night. Good night, fellas. Good night. Good evening to you, man. Good evening. Um, I listen. I listen to Mr. Patel keenly and his um, um, observation and, and analysis of of everything. And I'm going to tell you one thing I didn't hear, because you see that guy Gill. Mm-hmm. He changed. He changed a lot of the Australian fast bowlers' line. This youngster is so deadly, right? You can't bowl him. You can't bowl him. No foolishness. And he don't. He don't play around. Yeah, this is this is a big thing. I have I, I have noticed. I, if if you if you look at he didn't play the first test. He played the the second test. He made forty something and fifty something. The third test he made fifty something and little bit. And then the last test he made ninety one. But you can see. If you bowl him short, you're going to go over square leg. Yes. Once it's not, once it's not in the right areas, you're going to lose. So he opened up a lot for India. All the, the things that Pujara was doing and really defending, appreciate that. But if Pujara is defending at one end and nobody playing shots at the other end, the bowler is going to get a, a, a line to bowl at. But I will, I will agree with with. With Mr. Patel, India had showed some real mental toughness. It's not, it's not only the, the, the talent and the cricket, I don't know, it's the mental toughness now. Because you know Australia was out there cursing. You know they were cursing. You know they were carrying on. And them youngsters, that, especially the two that bat in, in the first innings, to put on that amount of run, Sandu and Washington, Mm-hmm. Those guys showed mental toughness. You understand? And that is what you want from cricketers most of the time. The mental toughness. When you have mental toughness, it's hard to beat you in any any anything. But um I I like the ana- analysis of um Patel. That was a real great win for India. And um, I don't think we we are going to get anything. Thing. And you see, you talk about the 2020. In cricket, in cricket, cricket is supposed to play like cricket, not woofing. The 2020 last 100 runs that Mr. Patel um, analyzed, watch how they pick it. 
2020. You play cricket the same way all the time, and you can afford to do that. Mm-hmm. So the 2020, the 2020 don't hinder you from playing no cricket. The 2020 help you in certain ways in the cricket. That is what 2020 do. They help you in certain ways in the cricket. Because at a certain point in the cricket, you can take in your brain and say, listen, when I played 2020, I had 100 runs to make, and we make it. So if they're going to bowl me to out me, the 2020 I can use on them. So, you know, the analysis was great, and I, I sit and listen in awe, hearing that, all that breakdown and all that um, analysis. It was, it was really good. Yes, indeed. Let me ask Dennis to come in. Before you come in, Mr. Patel, before you come back in, let me make Dennis come in and then we'll let Mr. McKenzie come in and then you answer them all before the 7 o'clock hour comes up. So, Dennis, your, your thoughts? Yes. Yes, thank you, Leon. Mr. Patel gave us such an enthusiastic and comprehensive report. And I have no question but some comments. Uh, my earlier thoughts uh, as the game was progressing was that this will likely end in a draw. However, excellent contributions of the first seven-wicket partnership gave built the innings for India. This type of discipline was evident also in the Australian innings where you got the first seven wickets all contributing to add the score. In the first innings, uh, there were two bowlers who contributed, what, three wickets each to, you know, peg things back. In the second innings, Australia also had two bowlers. Now, Australia performed similar to the way India performed, you know, with discipline and with equal contribution, suggesting that both teams were equally balanced. But in the end, strong discipline and excellent performance won the match for India. Oddly mentioned that India's inexperienced players took to the task and produced. However, when I look back at the West Indies' performance in Bangladesh, the (laughs) West Indies' inexperience was being used (laughs) as an excuse. Yes, indeed. <laughs> we we don't have a chance to, to do that, Mr. Dennis. I can do. So yes, why don't you right, give Mr. Right. Mr. Linford McKenzie a chance to, to just comment on what Jatin said today? And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then I'll, 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 I'll the discussion. Thank you yes. very much. And yes. I'm nice. Yes. I'm happy to be back yes. on yes. the show. Oh, hold, hold on, Ed. Ed. Hold on, Ed. Ed, 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 Ed hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Go ahead. Final thoughts to you and the comments of Mr. Jatin. And then we ask Jatin to, to go. Jatin, no, any I, I don't have the comments. Comment? I, didn't the, I didn't hear the full discourse. I don't have the okay, comments. Okay, well, why don't, you, why don't you hold on then? And let's, let, let, let um, Jatin, Jatin uh, finalize. Jatin, my only comments are that Test match. Yeah, it's a, it's test match is hard. Test matches yeah. are dead. Yeah. So the biggest thing in this particular is uh, way about the mindset. We all know that uh, we all coming from that T20, uh, 2020 Corona year, and this uh, mental fitness side is a big, huge impact in terms of almost every sport. And we hear a lot from a lot of cricket players. 
they are going through this panic. But unfortunately, this is the beauty we all want to see in the next generation, that beyond mindset, this team has performed while fighting against fear and winning against the worries. That's what I call it. Mm-hmm. I can say they turn into the T20 to get that 100-100, but they did not play the real 10-20, like the, you throwing the bat or swinging the bat, everything you get it. No. This is the classic betting style. If you look at these last 100 runs, I don't see too many chances out there. Or hard shots or rough shots or mistimed something. No. The one thing I see, it's a huge difference between the seniors. Don't forget, Pujara is the most important player in this both series win in Australia. Last one as well as this one. And he took the all punches. I will not say rock. We had a Rahul Dravid as a wall. We had a Sivnara and Chandrapal in the West Indies to play this kind of inning. I will say this is the steal. He took all punches and he's still staying there. That's a beauty. And what it gives advantage to the young fellows to come out and play. And the young fellows decided the other way. They are not taking punches. Before the ball gets to their body, they want to take it for the runs. And that's what they did. And they succeed. And hope this class can keep continue. We love to see this uh, uh, game when these people are playing at their will, I call it. This is how someone needs to play. It's not about getting fear like you're going to get hit. Or it's not about worrying about getting injured or getting out. No. You stay with your goal and do it. No doubt, India has a lot of things behind this uh, mental toughness. They usually we hear a lot about yoga, meditation. But I will say this toughness is more than that, which we normally don't see typically when you talk about West Indies. You know, they have a lot of youngsters in experience. Mm-hmm. But compared to that, this is the way beyond class performance to me. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much, Jaitin. Wonderful, wonderful report. We, 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 we may, I want to crave, why don't we crave some indulgence? Oddly, why don't we take about a couple minutes less out of the water, Henry? Is that good with you? <laughs> Oddly? Okay. All right. So, let's thank you so much, Jaden. Yeah, yes, and, Leon. Uh, yes, Leon. Sorry. Sorry, it was on mute. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no problem. No problem at all. Yeah. Okay. Well, well. Well, well, you had a few comments, and then Ed had some. So let, let's entertain those before we go into the water, Henry. Go ahead, Audley. You. Oh, oh okay. And I, have to, and I have to go back to Ed just because uh, Ed is saying what what Pedro was not, you know, like important. But I'm telling you, if you don't have one person that really drops anchor and give the other mm-hmm. person the freedom to to free up the hand, um, it, it will be trouble because when you have two gunshots, you know. People fire submachine from both ends. It's gonna mm-hmm. be ending up in problems. So Pedro is very, very important. As I say, over the past two series, uh, he he scored three centuries: 106, 123, 193, uh, 450s. Um, made up exact 50, 56, 71, and 77. And mm-hmm. um, as I say, he, he averaged per inning. the average 62.8. And in every inning, he would have faced 145.7 balls. And in every match, um, 273.2 
ball he would have faced, and he scored a run for every 2.76 ball he faces. So he, he, he was not a man who just went out there. And when you look at his mental toughness, but he said he knew that um, there was a crack um, just down the pitch from, from the batting crease. And um, um, the Australian bowlers were aware of it. Um, but um, the number one bowler Cummins were able to hit it more often. And because of that, you know, he, they, he got a lot of it. But, but so is the toughness of the man. And he was so resolute and helping India to win. As you say, the most important in the last two test, two test series down under, that he took all those punches on his body and all over. And in the end, of course, you have a lot of, bad, you know, bruises and stuff to show for it. But so did the Gavaska and um, Gavaska um the trophy, what was it? Was yes. it, it, it border, 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 border. 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 Right, right, right. Yes. Thank you. Sir. So, Ed, your final thoughts before we ask Jason to close yeah, up? Well, well, I think, I think, um, what's his name? Misunderstand me. I never said Pujaro was not a uh, thing. Pujaro was a, a good example. They standing up and taking whatever he has to do to win. But I'm saying you could have two of them doing the same thing. Oh, so no, Gil, no, of course not, of course not. Oh, so Gil, Gil, who was playing the shots, and enabled yeah. and and Pujara enabled thing because you 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 Pujara stand up there and play because if you didn't have somebody like a, a Pujara, you know, in there would have probably lost the game may, maybe earlier, but right because you have right. Pujara, well, because you have Pujara, we'll we'll take up take up all that time. You have to out me. What Pujara said to Australia, you have to mm-hmm. out me. You have to come through me in order to yes. win this game. And I'm not letting you through. And 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 you know why I give India credit? Because Australia bowling attack is not an easy bowling attack. Nope. These guys these guys bowl a steady line. Hazelwood, Cummins, Stark. Lions, they bowl a steady line. But the beauty with, with, with India, with Gill and Pant, as soon as you as soon as you miss your line, they take you on. And that and that is the beauty of batting. As soon as the minor good you bowling, as soon as you stray. You, you you lose you lose you lose the thing, but um India India gonna have a problem because I the guy Rani I think he should have captain the test team and make and make um Kohli Kohli do the the Kohli do the um the fifty over. But he don't make the decision. Hey, but that is not gonna happen because Kohli everybody you know Kohli gonna want the captain. But I am telling you. Give Ryan the the, the um the the test team Captain and let Cody and let Cody do the fifty and the twenty if you want to. And what but, happened um, to Sharma? That, that, what happened to Sharma? Who was around for a while? Uh, Sharma Sharma is okay. Sharma cool. Sharma is in the background there. He's yeah, doing another he shot shot, but he he's good twenty twenty. He he likes his twenty twenty. Not that he can't play test and fifty. Or he like his 2020. So, you All know, right. it's, 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 it's a problem for India there, but they have a good problem because you have plenty of people that are captain. <laughs> yes, 
Mr. Patel, just before you go, I want to wait before you come in. Before you come in, Mr. Patel, Patel, one thing I just want to remind you that Test Cricket is very much alive. I hope you oh, agree alive with the Alive, alive yeah. and kicking. So <laughs> go ahead, make your final thoughts. You can judge future test based on this one or two beautiful oh things. no come on oh. India, India will not have issues with the leadership captaincy test cricket will never die alright another one from a comic show <laughs> go ahead Patel close out because folks we just want to just tell you I will mm-hmm. say it's a definitely headache, but India is used to. Don't forget, in uh, I will say last ten years, we have multiple talented leaders as a coach on field. We had a one point Dhoni, Rohit Sharma, Rane, and we and Kohli all playing together. Even today, we've seen this one particular series. Even uh, Kohli uh, got on. Uh, Paternity leave, but the team deliver. That, that is a kind of a joke comment coming from a lot of media. But I will say, look at the other side. This team is capable to do anything for the India. And that is the game India has. It's not about switching captains. It's about how they play together. So when Kohli back, I'm not expecting captaincy change, but it will be much stronger. Look at what motivation it brings from this victory and this performance. Look how it inspires the young fellows coming to the team and perform with the seniors to make an impact and prove it. Hey, we belong to this level. We are here to perform. We don't need this cap and get onto the field and don't do nothing. And that is the beauty we're looking at because out of these talented youngsters, you need to have the opportunity to play with the seniors, including multiple captains or leadership quality players on the field. And if you compare this thing, West Indies is 100%, 180 degree on the other direction. They are missing these components. All right. Hats Thank you so to, much. To India. Thank you so much, Jason. <laughs> not not very often if a team makes 300 runs in the last innings and India really did it to Australia on their own turf. That was a fantastic victory. So hats off to India. Hats off to Mr. Patel. Wonderful performance and we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Gentlemen, we are now turning our attention to the Walter Henry birthday anniversary hour. Top of the hour. Thank you so much, gentlemen. So Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Put your message after the tone. Simply hang up when done. Or for delivery, press the phone phone. Take it away. Okay, uh, but just before I get into the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour, let me give you the inside edge for today. Because we're in a hurry. 
earlier in the program. So let me give it to you this time. The inside edge for today, the player that has won the most man of the match award or player of the match, you want to say player of the match award in in the World Cup is, I think, the usual suspect. You guessed it right, Mr. Sachin Tendulkar. Uh, nine player of the match award in 90, in 45 matches but in terms of in terms of percentage the highest percentage is Lance Klusner he played only 14 world cup matches and he took he was named five times and that he mean name that meaning he was named uh, a player of the match every 2.8 games that he played second would be Rod Sharma who played 17 so far Five man of the match, so he was named player of the match for every 3.4 game that he has played. But on top of the pile, most one one player of the match every five match that he has played, Sachin Tendulkar, nine out of 45. All right, so here we go. The Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour time of the evening, and we take a look at the cricketing fraternity. And when we say uh, happy birthday or anniversary, or some special occasion that happened in the life. Right over there, and it's time when you can also call 515-605-9850. 515-605-9850. It's the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. As we go, usual, we give you a um, little additional uh, occasional footnote when available. Okay, so today is the 24th of January, and we got to say um, it's the birthday of Miss Maud, Miss Alice Maud, Cardinal's mom. Uh, she's mm-hmm. no longer with us, but of course, we celebrate her birthday the same. Okay, I think she'll be about 98 or 99. I, Cardinal may come and verify that a little later. Okay, so Aunt Maud, Alice Maud. And um, cricket, um, also Admiral Big Belly Man, Bailey, jump up, jump up, everybody jump up. You can remember that song, Mr. Yeah. <laughs> McKenzie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Admiral. Yeah. Admiral Big Bellyman Bailey, he is celebrating his birthday today also. And today he turned 69, 69 years young. Okay, cricket. Kenneth Bam Bam Weeks. Uh, yeah, he was born in the U.S., but he played his cricket for the West Indies. Two test matches. Uh, Tom Trim from Guyana and Victor Stormeyer also, you know, from Trinidad and Tobago. Neil Johnson and Mark Barista, Bramista from Zimbabwe, Alex Kennedy and Dennis Smith from England. We have Sultan Zarwani from the United States. Melinda Farrell uh, from New South Wales. She's an ESPN journalist. Uh, first, uh, for the 25th of January, Lyndon Simmons out of Trinidad and Tobago. We're celebrating Arthur Morris, Dennis Markel, Sean George, an umpire, and Cleo Tyon, female cricketer, all from England. And Mr. Pajura himself, yes, he'll be celebrating tomorrow. Mr. Pajura from India will be celebrating tomorrow. Tim DeLead from the Netherlands. And we have David Metendora from Zimbabwe. Eric Dempster from New Zealand. Uh, Hopa Levitt from England along with Bill Tora, Ashton Turner from Australia. And um, we have um, the anniversary of Mr. Hugh Tyfield from, Eng- from South Africa, 
bowling 137 consecutive balls without conceding uh, runs, and that's 23 wow. overs and five balls. 23 overs and five balls consecutive, consecutive without conceding a run. Okay, the 26 we have Mr. Patrick Chafong. Patrick, mm. so, you know, very very regular, occasionally here, and on mm. the Saturday morning entertainment program, uh, we have to get in touch with him, Patrick. Yeah, we 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 are missing you, Patrick. Um, Patrick Chongfar, he'll be celebrating his birthday on the 26th of this month. Kim Hughes, former captain of England, Tim May, Simon O'Donnell, all Australian. We have Shivla Yadav, uh, Ashuk Morhalcha. Um, we have Vijay Shankar, all from India. Uh, Ashwan Miraj from Canada. Chris Pringland, Jeffrey Legg from England. No, Chris Pringland from England, Jeffrey Legg from, from sorry, New Zealand, and Legg from England. Uh, we have Simon Jayant, Saman Jayanta from Sri Lanka, Philip Hutchinson from South Africa, and Patrick Brown from the West Indies, Barbados. And for the 27th, Dean Headley, grandson of Mass George, George Headley. But he played for England. Milton Paidana out of Guyana. Dennis Paturi and Shane Watts. Shane Thompson from New Zealand. George Pope from England. And Shaminda Vass from Sri Lanka will be celebrating. And he has the world record, still hold a world record for best figures in ODI. Taking eight wickets for 19 runs. That's the world record for ODI. Uh, for January 28th, we have Monty Noble from Australia. And um, we remember in Jamaica, you Jamaicans, we, we Jamaicans remember King Toby. King Toby uh, will be celebrating also. Um, we have Harper Reed and David Tide Lawrence, Herbert Studwick, all from England, Henry Foley from New Zealand, Side Shafrik from Pakistan. And we for the twenty ninth, here comes Mr. Simon. Yes, sir. I'm hoping Mr. Simon. I'm hoping Mr. Simon has been celebrating all January because um, it's the twenty ninth, just a couple of days before the month to 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 leave us. So Mr. Simon will be celebrating on the twenty ninth of this month. Mr. Simon, happy birthday when you come. He'll be on later. So Randy Roberts would be celebrating along with Mr. Simon and so would be Teddy Head from Barbados. So Andy, happy birthday when it comes. And so we have Bob Berry and Toby Roland Jones, Roman Shabaro, all from England, Simon Cook from Australia, and we have Eric Coulter from the Netherlands and all Monstream from Denmark and um, Oprah Winfrey will be celebrating also and Leon's brother Hicksford Hicksford Francis yes, yes Hicksford will be celebrating along with Simon we can't forget that now Simon and Hicksford um, they are the new twins here Simon and yes. Hicksford okay, fresh from the yes yes so you will come of course Leon will come in more on that and finally, on Saturday, we're going to give 
Miss Babs and Nisbet, her second birthday for the month. Miss Babs, <laughs> yeah, I know one one went before, but um, you can celebrate as as a matter of fact, all month. all month, so it doesn't matter, right? Uh, Derek Fuller out of Jamaica, and uh, yes, Derek Fuller from Jamaica. Uh, Hugh Tyfield, um, we just mentioned he, the one that you know he bowled at how many consecutive balls without um, conceding a run. And uh, for England, we have David Brown, June Stevenson, female, and Robert Rawlings. Uh, we have from Sri Lanka, Sergio Randiv. From Australia, Michelle Stark. Yep, start becoming Trevor Lofton, Dennis Annett, female cricketer, and Ben Cotton also will be celebrating. Um, and Mr. Courtley Ambrose celebrated. Say he claimed seven for one. You remember that that spell back yeah. in 1993 when he we bowled a terrific spell, seven wicket for one run. Yes, it was back in 1993, the 30th of January. So back to you, Leander. So to have you. Yes, indeed. And let's welcome. Well, let's bring in Mr. I thought we had Dave. Not we had Dave. I thought we had Virgil, but he seemed to have dropped out. Virgil, Mary. Okay, Mr. McKenzie, why don't you give us your birthdays? Yes, I have some nuggets here to share with everyone. First of mm-hmm. all, I would, I had it from last week to congratulate Mr. Blackwood for being the vice president of vice captain of the West <laughs> Indies team. This mm-hmm. a proud moment for him, I'm sure. And I hope he grabs it with both hands and continues to do very, very well. We have the past cricket last um, Sandals manager, um, owner, Mr. Butch Stewart. So yes, we, we talked um, about it. <laughs> we read for him. Yeah. Um, we, we, we go to um, celebrating Hanks, who, made, who died the other day, baseball legend. Then we go on to um, say um, happy birthday to um, Claire. Oh no, there's yes, this lady umpire, um, Claire Pola, um, Polasak in Australia. She was added to the fourth test, to the fifth test match panel. Is the first woman to do that. You want to say congratulations to her. And congratulations also um, to uh, us, to Colin McDonald. No, we're not going to say congrats to Colin McDonald. Colin McDonald of Australia, he passed away at 92. So that's what I have here. We want to. Um, yes, thank you so much. Back to you, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mr. McKenzie. Ed, your thoughts on birthdays? Anything of significance? No, no, picked? I don't. You don't. You you didn't get picked for the Leeward Island side, did you? Eh? Did you get picked for the Leeward Island side? When? No, they, they haven't announced the team, so I, I thought they might have been short. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so they have. So they have not announced. They have not announced the Leeward Island team yet for the 50 over. No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, because. No, no, they have not They have announced any 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 um, picket. They haven't finalized the team yet. 
Oh, oh, that's why. I, that's why I do. They and the Windward Islands have not. How about you, Cardinal? The Windward Cardinal? Islands did. The Windward did? Islands did. Yes. Okay. Well, why don't you show it us a little later on, Cardinal? Your yeah, thoughts. Yeah. Afterwards. Let me find afterwards. It. When when we come back. Let me find <laughs> yes. Cardinal. Yes. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. <laughs> and um, I just got one birthday to memorialize and that's the birthday mm-hmm. of my mother oh, oh that's right yes. gentlemen hold it while somebody is playing a radio behind in the background please if you could it is interfering with the quality of the broadcast go ahead cardinal i'm sorry about that yeah yeah she would have been making 99 today but she left mm-hmm. us, uh, close to two years ago back in 2019 Yes. Okay. Okay, well, let me... I don't have anything to say about my brother Hicksford. He's going to be uh, having a birthday on the 29th, but just want to report that he almost spent his birthday in the hospital. Still not out of the woods yet, but um, we just pray that he'll be out shortly. Definitely, definitely. And uh, nothing else to comment about, but just to thank the, all the panelists. You know, we never thank the panelists enough because without the panelists, the show would not have been possible. And Leo, we you have, forgot my birthday. And and uh, no, I'm going to come to you later. Cause we did it last week already, right? And we called you. To you ready for? Good. No, 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 Ed. Wait, let's finish this section, and then we come to that. Please, hold it for okay. me. Dennis. All right, no problem. Your, yes. I, mm-hmm. my, Go ahead. I wanted, to wish, I wanted to wish my brother Carlton Charles in Heath in London happy birthday on the 26th. Mm. On the 26th, okay. Mm. Okay. All right, That's anything all else for me? Mm-hmm. Anybody's we're trying to get Virgil, but I don't know his phone. He didn't come through. But, um, oddly, take I, it away. I, I have. Leon, I have one question for Audley. Yes, sir. He gave the the, the, the statistics. Somebody took eight wickets for how many runs? Nineteen. Some, Nineteen. Some in the bus. Nineteen. Bus. Mm-hmm. Nineteen. Okay. That's an average of about, what, two, three? I just wanted to point out that Shaquille Hassan from Bangladesh took four wickets for eight runs last week in the T20. Yes, that's in true. The one day. Against the Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but th- this is this is this is for ODIs. This is for ODIs. Well, we're talking about one the West inter- Indies ODI in Bangladesh against. Oh, okay, the West but, Indies. but yeah, but 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 then he would have to take eight wickets to have best figures because um, that's eight wickets for eighteen. Well, actually, I wasn't talking about best figures. I was simply making the comparison. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Four, four, four wickets for eight runs. Against the West okay. Indies last week. Oh, okay, I see, I see, I see your point. Thanks. Okay, Audrey, take it away. Yo. Okay, so um, let me see if I have Mr. Well, we'll we'll deal with Mr. Simon a little later. So mm-hmm. we, uh, I was just looking at my thing if I have. Oh well, just Mr. Simon O'Brien on my radar. Okay, so um, uh, this has been the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. As usual, we want to join us every Sunday evening just about 7 o'clock and we just 
before we leave. We always want to give our friends a shout-out from all over the world, whether you're in the Caribbean, whether you are in London, England, or any part of Europe, India, Australia, wherever you are. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Each one, tell one. Um, it's blogtalkradio.com slash the cricket show. You can go in the archives and listen to any of those programs at your own ledger. We, there's also the Saturday morning entertainment show with Iba Henry, Leon, and some more. Occasionally, I'll drop in when I'm available. And, of course, we have the Andrew Mason show on, on Tuesday evening. Leon, in the background, bringing the Andrew Mason show. Uh, from let's say from six from five until seven o'clock at this time of the year. So join us one more time when next week we'll be presenting the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. It's yes, happy birthday, birthday to you. Yeah, I cut you off there oddly. Oh, no. no, 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 no. Go ahead. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy Got to cut it short this evening. Sorry about that, but time is on not on our side today. So those who have anniversaries, we celebrate with you. And those who are mourning the loss, we also share your sorrows. May God continue to bless you all, and may the souls of the departed rest in peace and rise in glory. Now we turn our attention to Ed. Ed, why don't you give us that team from the Windward Islands? And then we will have a special presentation. Ed, wait, where is okay, Ed? Okay, um, oh. the Windward Island team is Ambis, Ambis Captain, Fletcher Vice Captain. Let me, let me find it. Let me find it, find it for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, yeah. Sunil Ambis, Captain, Andrew Fletcher, Vice-Captain, Alec Atanez, Roland Cato, Corin Cato, Catroy, Kenneth uh, Demba, Larry Edwards, Ray and John, Ray and Jordan, uh, Ray Jordan, Brian John, okay. Deron Mulani, McCoy, Preston McSweeney, Milos, the little guy, little captain, youth, yeah. youth captain, captain, Emmanuel Stewart, Emmanuel Stewart, and, and Kevin Snow. Indeed. Okay, thank you so much for that. We are waiting now the Leeward Island side. And, um, the Leeward Island side, the Leeward Island side is not finalized yet. The 15, okay. the 15 that's there, the 15 that's there is in the bubble. But I believe... I believe that they're going to pick some more guys that that um really outside. They they pick a guy from Canada. You know, a guy from Canada. They have a guy from Canada in the team. Mm. I don't rem- I don't remember I don't remember his name, but 
um, there's a Canadian that is going to play with them this year. He's going to play with the Leeward. Is it a spinner? No, he's an all rounder. All around, okay. You have a guy who plays in the US Open from Canada. His name is Chima. So, Chima, no, but, no. but he represents Canada, so that's why I was saying if it's Chima. Yeah, he he played, he captained the, the, the Canadian team last year in the Super 50. Okay. Maybe he might be him. But anyway, when we see it, we'll announce it. Now, we have a special presentation this evening, and we're going to call on the gentleman. He goes by the name of Heat. Dennis Heat is all yours, sir. Take it away. Thank you, Leon. And uh, to my fellow panelists, I think we're on the eve of the uh, third one-day international between Bangladesh and the West Indies. However, here is my take on the... um, first two one-day internationals. And I start off by saying to you, I am a retiree. However, in my professional working life, I have always included on my resume that I have a mastery of the work that I'm expected to perform. My employers in turn expect that I have to display and perform fully to earn my salary. Failure to perform would result in my termination. So, in my opinion, the professionals of the West Indies cricket team cannot submit a resume to cricket fans, including the qualification that they are inexperienced. And so their performance in the first two one-day matches against Bangladesh should be viewed through the prism lens of inexperience. These players are contracted as professionals. Remember, their professionalism was on the line in their restraint of trade judicial argument. So, as a professional cricketer, my expectation is that these players not only should act the part, but also display full mastery of their craft and professionalism. This calls for on-field work ethics and performance that rises above the level of a Sunday afternoon social club beer match on the village green. These current players, with one or two exceptions, are not worthy of their employment. They should be be released from their contracts and invited to to seek employment elsewhere. The current West Indies team is ranking and playing below Zimbabwe, Ireland, Afghanistan, and Bangladesh. While I salute the rise and improvement of the aforementioned national teams, my major concern is for the obvious failure of my beloved West Indies. It appears that the sunshine has dimmed by a dark cloud without a sunshine of ray on the horizon. We have watched for too long this mediocrity masquerading as progress. Mediocrity masquerading as success. I have seen progress and success in my lifetime. And I recognize that when we view West Indies cricket, progress and success is not what we see on display. 
The time is now to make the hard choice. Pack your bags and take your ideals and go play your cricket on the village green. <laughs> West Indies cricket is an West Indies cricket is an is an embarrassment and it is shameful to accept this. So I have had enough and I'm <laughs> challenging my fellow panelists to tell me their take on the current West Indies teams, whether it's one day T twenty or test matches. Back to you, Leon. Thank you so much, Mr. Dennis. Well done. Well done. Well said. Well, well, let me me interject. (laughs) Yes. Um, I I hear him. I understand him. I like where he's going. But my butt is going to be all the coaches in the Caribbean. We might don't want, want to blame the coaches. Look back on all the coaches in the Caribbean. And you have to kind of put a, a measure on them. Because these guys have been playing this game from under 15. So there's not, there nothing about inexperience and all this foolishness. These Thank are you. some of the players that we, we as commentators, call selectors and say they're robbing people or they're supposed to play and they're supposed to this. And this is the display we get from them because they chat their sports and they're not serious about it. They go to play and when the game is finished, they pack up everything and go home and sleep. I understand that, yes, they should pack their, their bags and go and don't get paid because they're not performing on the field of play. Uh, but we have to look look way back for solutions. I hear Andy Roberts saying that the ICC is supposed to take over the West Indies cricket team. Mm-hmm. I'm going I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say this. I'm going to say this. Listen. Um, Haynes, Greenwich, Vim Richards, um, Andy Roberts, Kurtley Ambrose, Richie Richardson. None one of these, none one of these legends have ever taken a player and put, it, put them under their arms and say, listen, you are going to be mine. And if you are mine, when I'm finished with you, you are supposed to be at top of the world. And we, as, as people, we complain, but we are not trying to find a solution to our problems. That is my input. Okay. Well, let's hear from Cardinal. Uh, Cardinal, your take on... Go ahead. Let me Cardinal. Cardinal, your take on the Dennis' yeah. essay, commentary. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be appreciative, because yes, some focus and responsibility has to be placed on the players. But the, the, the deterioration of West Indies cricket goes beyond the poor performance of the current players. And the, the poor performance has been somewhat um, incited by poor, ad, poor cricket administration. So the, 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 
the administrators of West Indies cricket over the past years have more or less done a blind eye to poor performance, both in and off the field, both in terms of discipline and in terms of performance on the, on, on the cricket field. And that has filtered down into uh, a disrespect for West Indies cricket by its players because the administrators are just as disrespectful of our cricket and us. And, and, and we see the, the elements of that disrespect showing up there and everywhere, both to the players and by the players themselves. So in as much as we're going to talk about coaches, in as much as we're going to talk about the players, we have to put some measure of responsibility on the administrators of West Indies cricket. Over the years, we have seen a lot of people have a lot to say about what is wrong with West Indies cricket. But like, like, like the old people say, if something not break, don't fix it. And people have, have laid a lot of, 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 of things that, that sometimes I find to be irrelevant. Some people have uh, identified, uh, carry the notion that because our players are not playing cricket in England anymore, that is the result of a failure of West Indies cricket. They're not playing cricket in England, but, but number one, the Englishman didn't teach us to play cricket. You know, when they invited us, our cricketers up there to play, it's because they saw great performance in these players. So they invited them on the various teams to play until the Englishman could learn from West Indian players and then you didn't need them anymore. Okay? The IPL is, is kind of doing the same thing. Sooner or later, you're going to find West Indies, perform, West Indies players who are performing so well in the, in, the, in the IPL. They're going to be faded out. And then we're going to say, why? Because they're not playing in the, in the IPL anymore, that we can't get good performance. The thing is that the model for West Indies cricket, the model that brought West Indies, West Indies cricket to the height, it's a model that was set at home. And everybody had to look over and say, we respect that. And we want to copy that. Now, when West Indies played its first test the, 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 in England, the English papers ridiculed our players. You know, to, you know it, was, it, was, it was one derogatory article after another. But that didn't stop us. West Indies players, they got on the field of play and every attempt to rattle them mentally. But that didn't, they were called derogatory names, but that didn't stop them mentally. And that didn't stop their performances. They, they continued to grow until we reached its limit sometime in, in, the, in the 1970s. Now, after that, things began to deteriorate. Yes, because what? The model for creating that team had deteriorated. West Indies team suffered from a lot of things, including parochialism and, and, and lack of finances. Now we are a richer people, and we're still talking about the poor, fi poor finances, that thing. The model for creating, the grassroots model that brought great players to the forefront was dismantled. 
period. And so you're not getting the kind of performance of players. I don't think the greatest performers, and when I say the greatest performance, I'm also including those who come with the, the, the passion and mental attitude to perform at the best level. The other thing is that West Indies accommodated disrespect from players because they performed well at some point. You know, Richie Richardson's captaincy was undermined by one of the people he was given the charge to manage. And West Indies administrators did nothing about it. You couldn't have that kind of, kind of, of disrespect under, under, you know, previous captains. You could not have that kind of disrespect under Lloyd or Richard and remain in West Indies team, regardless of what the administrators thought. So all of those little elements of disrespect that showed itself by the players themselves for West Indies cricket and the administrators accommodating it, including greatly accommodating this parochialism, even to a greater extent, at the time when West Indies did not have the luxury of carrying baggage. And that's what I call players who constantly get picked without offering us their performance. Okay? So all of that, all of those factors yes. play yes. into the disappearance of West Indies cricket. Yes. We want, we want, we want to ask you to cut, um, allow Simon to come in because we do have his, he has been for a week and a half for the questions he's going to ask us. So, <laughs> if we could allow Simon, and then we have to ask, wish him happy birthday as well. Happy birthday in advance, Simon. I thank you so much. Thank the whole panel. Yes. I'm going to say a good evening to President Leon. And thank you so much. Good evening to Audley, Virgil, Ivor, Mr. Mackenzie, Mr. Patel. Good evening. Good evening, sir. And all our listeners, faithful listeners all over the world, and our ladies and gentlemen who listen to us every Sunday, I want to say a very good evening to everyone. Hope everyone is safe, and I want you to stay safe this week so we can have a much, much wonderful week to look forward to this week. And thank you so much for the birthday greetings. It's not until Friday, but um, thank you as well. Thank you very much, Mr. President and the panelists. Question for us quickly because we have a, a guest coming on, and I'm sorry we couldn't expand that conversation, but we have to take it up okay, another well, time. Uh, Go ahead. I have a very, I have a very easy question tonight. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, my question for tonight is: When did Lance Gibbs make his test debut? When did Lance Gibbs make his test debut? For West Indies, of course. And for bonus points, in what year and against which team? I'm going to repeat it. When did Lance Gibbs make his test debut for West Indies? And for bonus points, in what year and against which team? Guess, 96-1 against Australia. No. Okay. Guess, guess, guess. All right. Uh, that's not a bad guess. Somebody Mr. has guessed. Simon, Mr. Simon, I'm going to ask. I'm going to answer the question. I, I hear my answers. 
He he took three hundred and nine wickets and he played seventy nine test matches. You see not three hundred and nine. Go ahead. <laughs> Come on, and who, who is next? Who is next? Right out, just have to guess. <laughs> yes. Go ahead, Mr. McKenzie. Well, I I'm gonna say in nineteen sixty three. Oh, they're on in Australia too. I think it became in Australia. Did you go Australia sixty three? I am not you? too sure. I'm just making a big guess. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> huh. How about you, uh, Ed? You want to guess? Nineteen nineteen sixty sixty one against Australia. Uh-oh. He was the ninety nine cap of the West Indies team. Yeah. Uh oh, did, did you look that up? We 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 don't have an open book press here, though. Oh. All right, go ahead. Cardinal, uh, you give Virgil, us. I haven't heard Virgil. Is Virgil? Really I tried to get him, but no. he is not coming on. Okay. Be... Okay. Okay. Lanskis made his his debut in 1968 against against Pakistan. Okay. He was 24 okay. years. He was 24 yeah. years old at the time. 16. Yeah, I'm more believe that. I'm more believe in the 50s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyone else, um, nice. Mr. Patel? Patel, yes. Is he with us? I yes, just, I just joined and I have no answer. Means like I don't know what the question is. Give me that and I can suit. Lance Gibbs. Okay. My question tonight was: In what year did Lance Gibbs make his Test debut for West Indies? And against bonus points against which team, and also uh, where did he make that um, debut? Test debut for West Indies team. Lance Gibbs. Leon, while he's thinking, I'll come in. Yeah, go ahead. I got it. I got it. I can tell you. No, we, uh, we don't. It was a home series. It was a home series. Hold on one second. I think it was before. So let's take a 1958 against Pakistan in Port of Spain, Trinidad. That's I remember. And age-wise, okay. he might be under 25. That's for sure, I can say. Okay. okay. Uh, Mr. President, um, that's the Do you want me to repeat the answer? Dennis, come in here. Dennis, did you say? Yes, I agree with the last. Uh, no, 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 no. Did you make your comment? Eh? On, did you, did on, you make your on, pick? Did you make your pick? Yes. yes. Okay, yes, well, uh, well, we'll leave that to Simon. Simon will tell us. <laughs> Simon will tell us. Okay, I'm going to give you the everybody, answer now. Everybody, yes, give Lunch. us the answer. Lance Gibbs made his test debut for West Indies year 1958 against Pakistan, oh. Port of Spain, Trinidad. Wow. All right, Mr. Patel and, and uh, Cardinal. Cardinal. Top of the class. Top well. of the class. Okay. So I know, I know you're going to give me a very hard one now, Mr. President. Like no. how many stumps make a wicket? <laughs> no, no, no. This is, I got two questions for you. Two questions for you. Okay. In 1971, yes, a, a bowler pushed Sonil Gavaskar to the ground. A fast bowler pushed Sonil 
Gabaska to the ground. Okay. Who is that bowler? Okay, well, uh, my professor always says, when in doubt, go for the obvious. I'm going to say Harlow Griffith. I was say Gail Chris. You got three strikes. One more. Okay, Harlow Griffith, okay, no, and then let's go for Gil Chris then. No, no can do. No can do? Okay, let's see where we can go wrong. You give me two chances there. One more try there now. Let's see who we can pick. Who we can okay. pick there. In fairness, in fairness to you, let me give you uh, uh, multiple choice. Malcolm okay, Marshall. Wait, uh, a West Indian oh, wait, player? Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to give you a multiple choice. Can you wait? Marshall, Inman Khan, Jon Snow, or Dennis Lilly? I'll, I'll Pick have one. to vote Marshall. I'll have to vote Marshall. <laughs> no can do. <laughs> you got to go with that baller who has a more history about doing bad things. <laughs> okay. Not Marshall. Okay. No. Is it, is it Dennis, Dennis Lilly? Dennis Lilly? No. No. Okay. No. John Snow. No. What's the other one choice you gave me? Lilly, Marshall? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Dennis told you. Dennis told you. John okay. Snow. John no. Snow. John Snow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'm saying that to that. It's not only um, other bowlers who Englishmen do it too. Okay? Do bad things. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, but uh, John Snow is not a very fast bowler. I what? see him bowl in England. He's not very fast. Uh, what? Well, he was classified. He got a hat trick against the West Indies, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Snow got a hat trick against the West Indies, didn't he? Yes. 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 Okay. Now the other question, the other question to you is an easy one. Okay. Which from Gavaska during the 1981-82 Ranji Trophy semi-final created a room for debate among the the pundits. I'm going to give you the okay. choice. The hat. Threw a ball at the crowd. Batted left-handed. Tampered with the ball. Argued with the field umpires. Which of this question is correct? I'm going to say tampered with the ball. Ball tampering. No. Okay. Arguing with the umpire. Nope. <laughs> Throw a ball at the at the, feet, at the crowd. No. He <laughs> batted left-handed. Last, batted left-handed. Okay. Okay. Batted okay. left-handed. So those are the questions. Oh, usually he doesn't bat left-handed. No. He's a right-handed He's a right-handed batsman. Right-handed batsman. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. You were there, Jatin, when you did that. Jason, I, I don't no. think what was that again? What was that again? I'm, I'm asking you when Gavi, Gavaska batted left-handed in, left-handed in the semifinals of the Ranji Trophy. It was 1951. Did, were you there? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> I born in later 1961. <laughs> and I think it was not the final. It's one of the regular game where he tried to. In the semifinals, to, right? As a, Semi-finals. It wasn't final. Yes, it wasn't final. Semi-finals. Semi-finals. Yeah. So now you know. 
Okay. Yeah. We're expecting a very super guest. Come on. So can we just go on with the Simon the question with, with the Mr. Dennis? Anybody else want to pick up from where Cardinal left off? Yes. I want, I want to come in here. There was an article in the paper the other day. Mr. McKenzie. Mr. McKenzie. Can we just continue? We, we left off with Cardinal yes. and the... Um, the article or the commentary no, by Mr. Tennis. I'm, I'm making reference to to what what to what Mr. Heath said. It's oh, okay, okay. This All right, There's okay. a young man. He's about 20 in his early 20s, by the name of Gil, in India or Pakistan, one of those countries. India. What India. that guy would go on the net and bat for a long practice for a long, long time. To, in order to hone his cricket skills. In the Western days, I don't see our guys making that dedication. I am of the opinion that we should do away with the press. I just don't have much much confidence in the present coaching team, coach, coach, head coach, and I think he has to go. Because you know, I don't I think, think our West Indies players are applying themselves enough. When I checked the score the other day in the first match, ODI match, 122. I said, oh my gosh. The second match, 140-something. And the, 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 the home team just walled through it with, with minimum, minimum loss. I think something is wrong with the psychology of our players and the application to the game. I just don't, and I cannot put my finger on it. So I'm thinking that the head coach should go and bring in a new head coach or something like that, but the players are just not applying themselves. Back to you. Okay. All right. Did, I, I want to come near Leon. Yeah, let me yeah, come in Leon, before you. Let me just Leon, I, could add, I could add the little. I, I, I wanted to come in. I wanted to come in. I wanted to come in just to make a, a quick point because Otis Gibson yeah. now is the bowling coach for for um, Bangladesh. Not Bangladesh for. It's, yeah, Bangladesh. Yeah, Gawaska did it. Gawaska did he, it in semi final in 1981-82 when the game was already decided one sided and there was a left arm baller using that area to beat all right-handed batsmen. So he decided to go in a second inning to bat left-handed, just to puzzle mm-hmm. this guy now to go for the other tactic. And uh, doing so, as I said, game was decided. So Gavaskar went on and gave a little bit puzzle to the baller. And only mm-hmm. difference happened is his team still lost, but not the massive loss like inning plus runs. That's the only thing happened in that game. Okay. Thank you for that. But um, I was saying, though, Hassan Mahmoud, the Bangladesh player, he credited Otis Gibson for his improvement. He got three for 28 against the West Indies. The young man had some problems, and he said, bowling coach Otis Gibson for helping me. He thanked him for helping him with his pace, variation, Gibson, is giving me some of the good advice. I am working with him 
for making my line, my length, my yorker, my slowing balls more accurate. When, when Gibson was here, players were saying how much test match you played for. You played. Go Otis Gibson was grabbed by England. West Indies dismiss Otis Gibson. So, two. So, I agree with Cardinal. The, the um, administration had good people. They let them go. They moved, they moved um, the, the head coach from the test team. At least they moved him from where I'm putting back from where he came from, and he didn't want to do that. So, all of them had to blame, but I, I kind of blame the players themselves because no coach is going to go to the bat, no coach is going to go to the field, no coach is going to go to the bowl. You have to take the responsibility on yourself and play. He may teach you something, but you have to do better. I don't think coach teach Gil and them everything. So, and they went out and they performed. That's my take. Anybody else may coming up on close to this yeah. oh, before yeah, we yeah. Go ahead, uh, yeah. Cardinal. So I was, uh, as I was saying before, yeah, you, 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 you touched some of those main points because it doesn't matter who is the coach and it doesn't matter how much you are being coached. When, they, when, when game day comes, you are the one who is going to go out there and, 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 and do all those things, you know, the application, when, put in the application when, when you go out there. Um, I think it's more psychological because these guys, don't tell them that they are uncoachable because every coach should be fired. Mr. McKenzie say he can't quite put his finger on what happened to them, but the coach should be fired. So you're going to fire somebody you can't put the, your finger on what, on what happened. You can't just blame the coach like that. I mean, it doesn't, okay. it doesn't matter how you coach people. If, if when they go on, they can apply themselves to what they are taught. And um, you know, pressure pressure comes in and get next thing they just oh they they just wither away like that. Um, it doesn't matter at certain age you you can't be helped by a coach. You know, it doesn't matter how you're coached. Say so you have to go out there and and do what you're supposed to do. Um, when Pedora Pedora was out there and those balls were rocketing down on him, you you think you think uh, when he went in when he was doing uh, his batting skills in batting practice. You think you think they're bowling ball at him and he was taking hit like that? No, you have to go out there and develop mental toughness and say, look, I'm gonna play for my side, and it doesn't Mr. matter what's up. If I need to adjust, Netish. you know, go down the line, you know, or whatever. Mr. So you Netish. have to do something like that. Nilish. 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 Okay. Good afternoon. Okay. Good. I'll be. I'll be putting you on here. You're on here. You're on here, Okay. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yes. Okay. You 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 hear what you hear what um my fellow guy just said this a while ago. You look at the Indian team the other day. Why do you think they bat like that? Because they know there's somebody outside there waiting for the game if they fail. All them guys that stay home for the West Indies team. Why do you think they stay home? Because they're sending a couple of guys up there that they know when they go there. They're not going to do anything. So when West Indies got to pick again, they got to pick them. The mental toughness, the mental... When I played for Lee Words the first game, you know, when I drop into Barbados, 
um, Livingston Lawrence, Livingston Lawrence, and Luther Kelly and all of them when you went to the field. Oh, this field out here is quick now. This the pitch quick now. So I look at Livingston Lawrence. He, he said to me, "You going to wear a helmet or anything?" I said, "No, I'm not putting on a helmet. If they want to do anything, they have to kill me." And that was my mindset. We have guys that going out there playing and they don't care. Look at the shots they're playing. Look at how they're getting out. They're not getting out with no beauty. Yes. That is what you look at. And, 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 and as I say, if I am coaching any team like that, I am going to drop you and pick one next person until we get who we want. So if you sit down there and pick all these guys all the time for playing this foolish shot, you are responsible too. That's what West Indies coaches are not doing. Look, look at how the, I watched the replay because I didn't see the game. And if how all these guys playing, I would if I was the head coach up there, the test team would be playing because all them guys have come off the bench. We need to, as, as coaches and, and selectors and administrators, we need to start to take the hard road with West Indies team. Gentlemen, could you... The foolish, so you get out foolishly, you sit Ed, down until you can't come back and play again. Yeah, Ed, could you hold your thoughts for me, yes. please? Because we have our yeah, special guest. We have with okay. us this evening, Dr. Nilish Mehta. He's a professor of medicine, tired cricketer, a fanatic. Welcome to the Cricket Show, Dr. Mehta. Thank you for having me. And uh, so they, we have a panelist of about seven or eight folks right here. They're so eager to hear from you. Uh, I want to give you an opportunity to give us your thoughts about India wins, England versus uh, India versus Sri Lanka, West Indies. And then we'll have the panelists ask the questions. Would that be fair enough for you? Yeah, that sounds good. Give us your thoughts. Well, you know, uh, one can run out of adjectives to describe this magnificent India victory. I mean, the white ball series was even Steven, and then came the test match. And then what happened in Adelaide remains in Adelaide. It's almost like what happens in Vegas, let it stay in Vegas. So India left everything in Adelaide and kind of say, you know what, let's move on after the 36th. There is life after 36th at the end of the day. And then they go on to Melbourne and Sydney, and then the series is tied 1-1, and the show begins in the capital of Queensland, known as Brisbane. And everybody wrote India off. You know, this is the fortress. This is the gabbatour where nobody has conquered except, I might add, to my favorite West Indian crowd, the team of Vivian Richards. That mm. takes us back so many years. But after that team conquered Brisbane, you know, this was the first time that India has won a test match in Brisbane under extraneous circumstances, I might add. You know, they were not expected to win. The wicket was in favor of the Australian quick bowlers. 
they had some superb fast bowling led by world number 1 test bowler pat cummins and uh, you know to me there are stories within stories yes there is a test match story that you know india won the test match and it's almost like a dream that really india wins and when i was watching the test match uh, for a moment i kept on telling myself and almost sent you know sms in my mind to rishabh pant please play for a draw please play for a draw but these new kids they don't listen to you and rishabh pant just went on a rampage as we know but the what i'm what i'm what i'm most intrigued about uh my friends is the fact that there are stories within stories i mean look at mohammad siraj the guy rose it's a rags to riches story right he's a india's yeah. new ball bowler he's born to you know a rickshaw driver in southern india father passed away poor guy did not even go home to perform the last rite and performed national duty playing for india on this australian tour you know look at navdeep saini you know comes from a very humble background and he actually from what i have read and i have no people who have known him very closely from close close quarters is that he used to play tennis ball matches for uh, you know collecting revenue so that he could sustain his uh, cricket hobby so you know when you look at these stories and you think about this team that was put together by ajankey rahane ravi shastri and the entire management even natarajan look at natarajan founder of founder of the ipl very well known for his uh, quick quick balls and you know the way he performed in the ipl he is son of a loom worker and you know his story is also amazing too i mean his child was born and he continued to play for team india shardul thakur the guy from mumbai that tendulkar told him long time ago that you need to shed some pounds because you have in you cricket that will take you to a new level and so when you hear these stories about these guys who have been replacement players i mean your bumrahs are gone jadejas are gone you know ashwins are gone no ishan sharma i mean no bhuvneshwar kumar your stalwarts are missing and then these guys come up and they lift the team up with without the without your captain virat kohli so ajankey rahane ravi shastri and the management in my opinion deserve a lot of kudos the way they lifted the team so you know i can go on and on but i will i will kind of stop and uh, have a discussion with the panelists okay why don't you make your your comments on the other things and then we come in one time dolan can you talk about west indies cricket in, in bangladesh and also about england in sri lanka and then we can go from there well you know uh west indies um uh the team is you know i think being repaired the way the best way to put it in my opinion the talent is there the team is in the repairing process and give them a couple of years mm-hmm. and they will come back to where they belong you know in the shortest That's format of the game they're brilliant but i think there is some repairing process going on you know like you know when you get old and you have an arthritic joint you know you need a joint replacement you know mm-hmm. you need a joint and it's perfectly okay you can have a new knee you can have a new hip and then you're back back you know back in your hustle and bustle 
and that is okay. Uh, so I think West Indies uh, is in a repair mode, uh, they, and, and I think they will they will come back. I, I don't have uh, any any concern. England, on the other hand, is just overpowering right now. Joe Root uh, playing uh, playing like a madman. I mean, scoring double hundreds at will, and uh, India is watching that series very uh, closely too because England is coming to India to play. Test matches, ODIs, and T20, so they know. And the World Test Championship is at stake, isn't it? So yes, everybody yes. wants to perform well in the Test matches. Everybody is looking at those permutations and combinations. How many do I have to win to make it to Lords to play that final? New Zealand is in the mix. Australia is in the mix. England in the mix. India in the mix. So a lot of excitement, cricket worldwide. And mind you, all happening in the midst of this pandemic of COVID-19, which is, by in, in its own way, for me as a doctor, is is mind-blowing. What I am seeing in the world. Mr. Dennis Heath. Dennis comes from California, and he's another fanatic. Dennis, it's your chance to to ask the doctor a question or two. Well. Thank you. Good afternoon. Good evening, Doctor. My my question Good for evening. you is based on a comment made earlier, and it is quite still evident here. Um, Mr. Patel said to us that the Indian team had quite a few inexperienced players, yet their performance rose to and above exceptional. And now I hear the other pundits saying that the West Indies team in Bangladesh have a lot of inexperienced players, and so they are rebuilding. So how is it that two different teams with little experience can perform so differently? Thank you. I think uh, that's my question. Yeah, and that's a great question. I think what you know in in the word inexperience is somewhat relative right and these boys who played i mean natarajan thakur washington sundar mohammad siraj navdeep saini these guys who have played they may be inexperienced at a test level but in terms of white ball cricket these guys have tons of experience and they have played with other international players and they have had the camaraderie and and have been learning from international coaches national coaches and they have seen other players perform in front of their eyes and they have been learning a lot of it by osmosis that they have been learning cricket all along over the last so many years and ipl is uh, one avenue that these young boys have chosen to eventually come into the limelight of test cricket in terms of the west indies cricketers who are also inexperienced they have not had this kind of international exposure very few of them have had international exposure which would potentially propel them to a test level performance but doctor one one follow on one follow on cricket is cricket whether it's played in india australia the west indies or elsewhere when you say the West Indies haven't had the international experience, I'm afraid I'm not too sure that I can 
accept that for the simple reason that, you know, it's six balls, they, you know a quick bowler, you know it moves the ball one way or another. If you have the technical skills, then you should be able to apply it whether you're playing in Bangladesh or India or the West Indies or England. So I'm, I'm afraid I'm a little perplexed about the comment that international experience is missing and therefore that excuses their performance. I think what I mean is the degree of experience, the degree of exposure. You know, uh, it's, it's uh, West Indies cricketers all obviously have the experience uh, in terms of the exposure, but I'm talking about the degree to which these boys, boys like Natarajan, Thakur, Saini, Washington Sundar, Mohammed Siraj have been exposed. Uh, that might be a bit different. That, that's my take. Ed, your chance. Ed, I caught you before we finish. Ed, come on in. Question for doctor. Ed, are you with us? Let me see if Ed is with us. Now he's. How about you, Audley? Why don't you go, Audley? Let me see if Ed is on you. I, I don't have a question right now. I'm, I'm just listening to the doc. I'll, I'll come to the question a little later. Um, okay. I, I'll just, maybe I'll just join. Maybe I'll just join um, by what the observation, you know, the comment that he made. That that I agree with him when it comes to the, the international exposure, um, because um, those guys that are playing IPL, when when you are playing in an IPL team, you are having at least four international players from overseas, or four or five, and you are also having your your guys that have played at the highest level for, for, for your country, India, where the test ODIs are T20. So um, just rubbing shoulders with those guys and competing with those um, um, high-caliber players would greatly advance your, your experience more than the, the, in the West Indies because a lot of time we have that the West Indians were playing the, our four-day competition or even the Super 50. And, um, and the scores are pathetic, you know, and, you know, because the standard is not very high. There, there is a difference when you have a mix with a very high, you know, caliber international players in the same side. Sorry, Leon, I, 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 I was on mute and I didn't notice it, uh, but I don't have any questions. Okay. Cardinal, your time, sir. Cardinal Mills? Well, well I, I don't really have a question either, you know. Um, a comment? I am, no, no, I, 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 I kind of leave my comments as, as, I, as I made them in response to... Um, um, All right, let's go to Mr. McKenzie. Then. McKenzie? Yes, let's yes. When, when let's you have a team playing an ODI and making 122 and 148, what, how, what, what would be your assessment of those players? I think it's a difficult question to answer because we need to know uh, the circumstances, the pitch, the coaching staff, uh, you know, and 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 the overall uh, situation under which the those those uh, games were played, uh, because uh, 122 and 148 obviously are scores that uh, leave a lot to be desired. But 
the was it because of the quality of the bowling was it because of poor batting was it a combination of both was it because of poor umpiring decisions uh, a lot could be at play to potentially explain what may be going on so it's very hard for me to answer that question but when the other side goes in and make a hundred and knock it off with three wickets down something is wrong somewhere along the line i don't know Thank if you, you could probably make an assessment from there you know um uh, i have not watched all the uh, live series because of the time difference where i live mm-hmm. so i catch a lot of the information um uh by reading print and uh, watching some videos so i don't think i would be doing justice to your question by answering it inaccurately how about you simon simon yes i'm i'm listening i'm listening to you I'm yes the question is for the doctor yeah just a comment um i've been asking all week and um oddly would back me up on this last week sunday i made a bowl statement i said india is going to win so oh, this man doesn't know what he's talking about say so india is going to win and oddly called me up and said simon you were right india was going to win and india did win you need a lot of determination and um, as cardinal they all saying all the time our west indies team now they don't have that mental strength they don't go in and say look i have five days out here I'm going to play for five days. I'm going to give it five days, best five days. They don't have that mental toughness, so I think that's where our team is falling down. You know, making 120 before with um, I was in England. West Indies came to England with nine players, nine players who are world-class players, top-class, can beat any team in the world. For 14 years, West Indies was on top. they shouldn't just suddenly drop from the top to the bottom there's something definitely wrong with the coaching or they just don't have the desire to play cricket they don't love the game anymore there are a lot of combination of reasons why we are failing so badly you know it's not just that the players can't play you know cricket is the same the bat is the same size ball is the same size there's no difference in cricket when these men came to england butchers sobers kanai um Kalicharan, Vivian Richards, Richardson, these men came to England. They walked through England, walked through all the teams. These men now are no different. Now why they're playing so poorly. Something wrong with their mental or with the coaching team. I can't put my hand on it. And then the, last week I made a comment. Is it question, that West Indies are or the rest of the world is getting so good? Is one or the other? we couldn't fall from the top to the bottom you have a question so, uh, i'd like you to throw some light on that for me tell me what you think is the reason for west indies failure both in test and one day hmm. you with me hello yeah i am here oh, was it, was it was it i thought it was more a of a, more of a comment more of a comment uh, I, i i i certainly do not have a prescription for success for immediate success for the west indies team but i think uh, you know every nation no matter what sport they play 
they are going to see the bottom fall out sometime. And then that is the time for introspection to review and analyze all aspects of failures, whether it is the sportsmen themselves, the supporting staff, the, the uh, mm. facilities they get. I mean, it's an overhaul of the entire process. I mean, you know, and you start with the top and work your way down. And it's like, it's like any large corporation. If it is not performing well and they're losing money year after year after year, who gets the blame? The CEO. Yeah. You start with the CEO. And then you work your yeah. way down and say, okay, are we providing the right ingredients to cook a perfect meal in the kitchen? Are the vegetables yeah. fresh? Are all the masalas good? Is the chicken good? Yeah. Is the beef good? Yeah. I mean, are all the ingredients properly assembled? Do we have everything? I mean, you, you, you give a nice meal, but there's no salt in it. And you taste it and you say, oh, my God, everything looks good, but there's no salt in it. What's wrong with you guys? So I think it's the, it's the ingredients for success have to be, everything has to be in proportion. So I don't think that any of you in the panel or myself can point one finger at one individual or one department. I think it's a collective failure. And to address a collective failure, you need to address the situation very aggressively and in a collective form, addressing each department one at a time. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, that's a question. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Doc. it's not just one thing. No, you're, you're I, right. Simon, can, can I Yes, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. I was just going to ask yes, you. Yes, I, I agree with his answer. Doc, when you look at a team, and my concept about cricket is that everybody has, every player has got to bat. Every player has got to feel. Not every player has got to wicket keep, nor uh, to bowl. But when it comes to a team that cannot bat for 50 overs, does it yes. say, whom do you place the blame on? Do you give the, the coach? Here is it that a coach that was in the West Indies He's now coaching for Bangladesh, and one of the young fast bowlers uh, attributes his success for the coach that was moved from the West Indies and gone to Bangladesh. And our players now cannot bat. But my point is that everybody ought to be able to bat. And when it comes to not being able to bat 50 overs, is it that the bowling is so good or the batting is poor? Or the players... Should, should take some of the blame for their responsibility of not being able to occupy the crease for a while. It's not a case that they drop a lot of catches, but it's a case of not batting and putting enough runs on the board. So give, us, give me your thoughts on, on, on my points. I think, I think you answered your own question. You, mm -hmm. you, hit the nail, you hit the nail at multiple levels. I think it's a combination of, uh, you know, Bat, batting collective failures. Uh, bowling, bowling is good, but it is not, uh, you know, earth-shattering that you cannot complete 50 overs. It's uh, it's not like Malcolm Marshall or Andy Roberts or Joel Garner coming at you, you know, in your face every time you look around. It's not that, but uh, I think the application of the batsmen, the application of the team members, 
uh, and like you said everybody doesn't need to keep wickets everybody doesn't need to bowl but everybody needs to bat and yes if you are a fast bowler or a, or a specialist spinner your batting skills are not going to be as good as somebody at the top of the order we get that part we understand mm-hmm. that part but i think that the collective application uh is what brings you success there is no i in a team t e a m there is no i in a team it's you know everybody works together and that is how successful teams are made look at look at the magnificent west indies team that i grew up in india watching vivian richards gordon greenwich roy fredericks i mean clive lloyd go on and on malcolm marshall andy roberts joel garner i mean you you see that it was not one person it wasn't viv richards it wasn't gordon greenwich alone it was that collective abilities it was that collective spirit that brought them together so something has to happen to the team where they are brought together and tell the tell each each uh, player believe in yourself you can deliver i mean ravi shastri would go to shardul thakur and tell shardul shardul i have trust in you ravi shastri went to rishabh pant and there was do you guys know there was no instruction given to rishabh pant except play your natural game and believe in your ability you remember uh, the uh, famous golfer vijay singh when he won the yeah. green jacket at augusta national in georgia uh, he was struggling and he went to his son you know and just kind of having a casual chat with his i believe he was 11 or 12 years old and all the son told vijay singh was dad trust your swing trust <laughs> your swing nothing else just believe in yourself and lot of these things comes from self belief you know you suddenly cannot inject talent you suddenly cannot inject you know extra special cricketing abilities in a, in a cricketer but what you can do is make that individual believe that you know jason mohammed you have this quality jason you can take it to the next level and you can inject that spirit of enthusiasm with the rest of your teammates and i believe in you and i think the 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 coach and the support staff and all other players have to be on the same page more importantly of the same book mm-hmm. you can be on the same page but those pages may be different has to be the mm-hmm. same book <laughs> i like yeah. that yeah talk one other question before i pass you on to another panelist i i have been toying with the idea that india have enough players that they can field two teams two teams yeah. in a test, test level in international cricket if icc were to relax their rules and and um, say india field two teams and we go at it that a team you're going to relegate and uh, promote teams would you support india would you support the argument of putting two teams from india into the into the uh, test arena tomorrow if oh. icc tells the west indies tomorrow icc tells the west indies that no. you can uh, support no, well, two teams they go to england you can support two teams 
you are inviting chaos yeah, you are inviting okay. chaos in my opinion you you go to south africa hey you can have the northern provinces and the southern provinces have two separate teams no I, you are I'm inviting trouble i'm just talking about india right now india no, but why, why why should india why why should india be singled out I think because India is has, a, India is has a, a talent. Based on this well, test so, match. So, so does Pakistan. So does England. So does South Africa. And, you know, maybe West Indies in a couple of years. But I think you are inviting trouble with a capital T. Hmm. All right. Well, that's my opinion. That's my opinion. Yeah, well, certainly you're, you're respected. But I just thought that in the, for the sake of cricket... Because, you know, when you see a performance from West Indies and when you see a, a performance from other teams, you know, it doesn't, people are saying that test cricket is dying. And if West Indies, is, is, test cricket is dying, and there is a way to improve it, that's my, my conclusion to help save it. So, but others may think differently, and you're certainly one of them. So, uh, thanks for your answer. I think, I think if, anybody was, if anybody were to make mm-hmm. a statement that test cricket is dying, all they had to see is highlights of the oh. recently concluded India Australia series. The borders. You know, guy by the name. You know, guy by the name. A guy by the name of Jatin. You know, guy by the name of Jatin. With his last name Patel. No. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, by the way, uh, my 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 answer to the question is who does not know him. <laughs> oh, we'll leave it right here. <laughs> well, Jetlin is your time. You know, actually, I, uh, uh, if you just, if you guys, any of you guys go to Indianapolis and you come at the airport and uh, get an Uber guy, say, I want to go to Mr. Patel's home, they'll take you to his house too. <laughs> uh, Doc, I wanted to meet a young lady out of Tampa. She goes by the name of Jutsna. I see another Patel. Jutsna? Yes, ma'am. Good evening, everybody. Yes, good evening. How are and you all you doing? Fine. Yeah. Do you know Dr. Nilish? Dr. Nilish, where from? Met, met her? Uh, yeah. No, I'm Dr. Nilesh Mehta. I'm a uh-huh. cancer specialist uh-huh. and a hematologist, and I live oh. in Chicago. Oh, she doesn't know you then. I've okay. been. Pra- I've been oh. I've been practicing uh, I've been practicing oncology for the last 30 years. Mm. So, but cricket happens to be my passion and oncology my profession. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I lived in Chicago for 13 years from 1978 through 1991 in Chicago. I wasn't even born. I wasn't even born. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All I right. played cricket there too, but with with boys I used to play. Okay, okay, no. <laughs> My no, husband I, also I, I, I used was... to play cricket. His name is Amrish Patel. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have a question but for the Welcome to our radio show and um, congratulations to India, of course. And this is a sports um, or any sports, I should say, anything can happen. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that's, that's my opinion. Cut. Thank you so much, um, Jasna. Cardinal, do you You're have, welcome. You, you, nice you. meeting you, Mr. Mehta. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Ms. Patel. Okay. You're welcome. Cardinal, did you garnish up a, a, a question for the doc? Oddly? Any questions for yet, the doc? Not yet. Not yet. 
cut. Um, oddly, did you think of, of one? Um, yeah, um, I'm just um, thinking about India. Um, just a comment um, with the question you asked. I think uh, the question you asked because when you look at the, um, the, the wide pool of players that India has to, to, to um, draw from, so um, we wouldn't put the West Indies, Pakistan, England, anywhere else in the class when it comes to having two separate test matches. I understand your answer already, you know, but um, um, yeah, I think that's one of the reasons because of the vast amount of people that play cricket in India and the vast amount of pool that you're going to draw from. And, and they are playing cricket. I mean, like, we know, we know cricket is like cricket crazy religion and everything. And uh, so I think that's why, you know, asked that question. The West Indies would, would have been back in, in, in the days when we were ruling the rules. But um, definitely not, no. Definitely not. not. No. Certainly not. Mr. McKenzie, any questions yes. for you? Some time ago, there was a, a request from Northern India for them to uh, make play test cricket as a part of a uh, second te- uh, from um, cricket, test cricket from, from, from a, a test team from northern India. I didn't think it went too far, and I, I, and I don't think you're going to hear much more of it. I'm not too sure. But those guys in northern India, they were practicing like crazy, and they believe that they have enough players there to form another, te- and they should be allowed to um, play test cricket. That didn't go in the way as far as, I'm, so far as far as my reading goes. But what it does show is that India has a number of guys who will apply themselves to the game. They will practice hard and come out and do their best for the game. What uh, I am trying to draw uh, some sort of co- co- corollary with the West Indies. What is going on there as against here? What do you think is wrong here in the West Indies? I think no, no, nothing is wrong. I mean, like, uh, <clears throat> we all go through uh, a bad phase of life, you know, whether it is illness, injury, financial troubles. You know, that, that, that's life. Uh, it's, life is uh, full of ups and downs. I mean, uh, uh, I, I, I've always been a huge, huge fan of West Indies cricket growing up. My dad uh, took me to watch that uh, famous uh, century by um, the big cat, Clive Hubert Lloyd in uh, Bombay. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, uh, it's the phase that the West Indies cricket is going through. And I think the, the important message is that, you know, I think we are ready to push the panic button or we almost have pushed the panic button. But I think, you know, uh, Rome was not built in a day, guys. And this rebuilding process of West Indies cricket is going to happen. It's going to take some time. You guys have all these, all these lovely youngsters who are anxious to perform. Their anxiety is at a high level because they are losing to a team like Bangladesh. That back in the day they would have just whipped them, and uh, you know it, it's it's uh, uh, unfortunate. 
bad times at the moment. I think we just have to hang in there. And what we discussed earlier, it's a collective process. It's a collective process. And start from the top and address one system at a time. We, in, 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 in medicine, we call it the review of systems. So when I see a patient who comes to me, uh, I just don't, if they come, me, come to see me for a back pain, I just don't look at their back. I do a review of systems, which starts with neurological, cardiac, pulmonary, GI, liver, kidney, muscle, joints, bones. So it's a review of systems. So you, we need to do a comprehensive review of systems. Where do we do well? Where are we not doing well? Where are we really pathetic? And where, what are the improvements we can do? So the WICB has to pull the bull by the horns and say, guys, we are going to assign taskmasters to perform these different tasks. Everybody is going to be given responsibility for these different departments. And then collectively, you address them and success will be there for sure. Okay. I hope so. Thank you. And did you get um, a question? I'm, 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 oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I have a question. Okay, okay. Um, of the current, the, the team does us recently won that um, four test matter, the youngsters. Um, if you were the selector, uh, chief selector, which of those players would you, would you um, allow to stay in the final 11? I know they may be in the squad, but I, I'm talking about like the, the final 11. I know it's going to be very difficult. But which of the players would you think that would stay in the final 11? So it, uh, to answer your question, it all depends. And I'm, I'm assuming you're referring to the choice of the India 11 against the touring England, England team, correct? Coming up. Yes, yes, so, yes. So I, I, say, I would say Natarajan would not have a place. Uh, Navdeep Saini probably would fall off in my favor for the time being. Uh, I would definitely include Mohamed Siraj. He would, he would be a... Uh, a shoe-in for the moment uh, because Bhuneshwar Kumar is probably not going to be available. I'm not sure about his fitness. I have to read up on that uh, or ask Mr. Patel about that. He might know more than I do. Washington Sundar is an interesting one because, um, you know, if, if Ravichandra Nashwin is, is fit and ready to play, we don't need two off-spinners. So... I think if Ravichandra Ashwin is there, they might include Kuldeep Yadav to show the England team something different, Variation. a different kind of yeah. an attack. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think Natarajan, um, in my opinion, is out. Shardul Thakur is an interesting one because uh, Shardul Thakur can bat, he can bowl, and uh, you know he is just coming off this successful. Uh, test match in Brisbane, so his spirits must be high. So, Shardul Thakur might, uh, might squeeze in. We don't have Ravindra Jadeja. He's still nursing his injury, so he will be out. So, you know, we need to replace an all-rounder with an all-rounder. And, uh, you know, Shardul Thakur might be the person. So, these are all the interesting choices that uh, uh, the new selection committee has, because now we have a new selection committee, as you probably know in India for the next couple of years. Did you mention Gil? No, Gil is automatic. Gil is automatic. Gil is automatic. 
गिल इज ऑटोमैटिक could replace jadeja because akshar patel bats left handed bowls left handed so he could be the he could be that variation that the indian bowling attack could present to the england batsman um so ishan sharma uh, should be fit ishan sharma would be he's a seasoned campaigner played a lot of test matches i mean if you add all the test matches that shardul thakur natrajan saini and sundaran siraj have played multiply that by x number is what uh, ishan sharma has played right so ishan is a seasoned campaigner he will be he will be looked in uh, as well so and the, the the other thing is the two test matches that are going to be played the first two are going to be in chennai and chennai typically tends to be a uh, generally a spin friendly track as it is the pitches in india have generally tended to be spin friendly but then the question comes up that we are going to play two test matches back to back so the home field advantage so to speak kind of gets negated because england is already getting acclimatized to the you know stadium and you know the the so called home court advantage home field advantage for india probably would not be as great in the second test match as it would be in the first test match so the first test match will kind of dictate how the series will unfold as the four test matches are played just a comment okay, thank you uh, my my personal physician is a is a, an indian he goes by the name of narajan and krishna murphy and whenever i go to see him he spends about 15 minutes talking to me about cricket that's how you do it <laughs> <laughs> well as, as you as you probably all know uh, <laughs> cricket is almost like a religion in india you know right. somebody once asked, somebody once asked me a question he says dr mehta tell me what unites india mm-hmm. and so there is a very there is a deep that's a very deep question what unites india i know it's not politics i know it's not religion <laughs> it's you know maybe maybe the currency i said no um, uh, it's only one thing and one thing only that's cricket yes who doesn't know who doesn't know sachin tendulkar i mean you know they may not know polit- they may not be able to know the name of the prime minister from mm-hmm. you know couple of couple of uh, decades ago but they will never forget the name of tendulkar so cricket cricket yeah. we all kind of uh, just like in the west indies i mean you know you go to jamaica barbados you know i mean uh, it's it, it's kind of inborn i mean when i was in medical school you can i mean i am a physician and you know i practice full time and yet you know i kind of keep an eye on cricket and uh, read about cricket write about cricket uh, you know for different different publications and and keep keep my interest at a high level at all time because it sort of gives you that enjoyment win or lose doesn't matter win or lose mm-hmm. you know when you when you win when you win of course it's uh, it feels a lot better yes, you know this conversation could not be complete without bringing in your your friend jatin patel jatin is all yours now 
talk. Take it away. Yeah, thanks, Leon. And thanks, uh, Dr. Nilesh Mehta, coming out on your busy schedule and helping us for the cricket. Uh, for the panelist, he is not just a doctor by profession, I call it. He carries uh, similar hobbies like I do in terms of cricket. We bond with it. We love with it. We grown up with it, and I think we married to cricket first. How about that? <laughs> and, uh, let me tell you more than that, uh, Dr. Mehta. <laughs> is also a correspondent in the journalist side on his spare time like i speak and talk on radio and shows and coaching his hobby is a little bit different putting his words into the articles and it goes a lot of medias and lately during last 10 plus years he has covered all major tournaments like he was in the icc champions trophy in england he was also in icc world cups he also had visited uh, Bangladesh, India, and Sri Lanka for the ICC T20 tournaments. And uh, by the way, he's not just uh, playing with the patients and is uh, playing with the cricket. He is also a, uh, I will say just coincidence, he is a USA carom board champion, national champion in 2013. It's a game. Uh, we call it uh, recreational uh, family indoor fun game in India. And uh, the reason for bringing this thing, I think most of the panelists know Ramchandra Ashwin does ball carom balls, which is coming from that <laughs> little board game. Oh. How to turn the ball like the carom dice does. So anyway, uh, me and Nilesh Mehta is a good friend for a while. We follow good stuff, and we're all coming from uh, same region back home. We speak same language, same religion, and the same interests. So that's what we are here, and it will be ongoing. So I will not have any question for him, but as always, I like to pitch in my coaching view. We talk about a lot about West Indies. The biggest thing is missing is mental preparedness. Number two is missing in team cohesion. These players are not able to put together a team. So going further, what we look into is the fitness, and there's a huge mass. We call it planning matters in terms of the performances. The biggest thing in this young generation over and over we are talking is self-belief with the desire and commitment to play for West Indies is missing. In my opinion, most of the young players in West Indies coming to the international arena as a gateway, an opportunity to be an international cricket so they can get into T20 arena with the price tags. And that is the disturbing thing going on. And there was a, also came out the question, why India? doing so good with these young, talented people who come and join and team and all of a sudden performing very well. And why not West Indies cannot do it? So let me tell you two most important things. The first is a team principle. Cricket itself is a team sport. When you are coming into the team, it's not about you are celebrity, superstar, batsman, baller, opening, captain, or a tail-ender at 11. No. The principle is super simple. Whatever the job you get, you are responsible to take care of that position and contribute. That is the biggest thing. Teamwork. And number two, I just hear from, I think, the McKenzie, 
why these young players all of a sudden come to the Indian team and perform? I will say it's about grooming. What we see in India, or what how me and Dr. Mehta and Joshna has grown up, we believe in respect with the seniors and the mentors and coaches, and not just respect. We are well-disciplined people at all levels. And that is what you're seeing that. These youngsters coming in the team, look at how they respect the other seniors on the team. Look at the respect they're giving to the coaches. Look how much they are willing to understand and work for the team. And those are the components missing in West Indies. Like over and over, I said, so many souls. They need some seniors. They need some legends to work with this team. It's not going to happen overnight. It will take a while. Coming to the most critical question about second team from India. Well, I got different opinions. In my opinion, India's population is all about combining the rest of the world, whoever playing cricket. How about that? Mm. In my opinion, I will say India can have the second team, but it's not possible, as Dr. Mehta explained. And I'm with him. It's a tradition to have a country team. But lately, if you guys notice, in the last six years, if I go right away, India has sent out Team A, which is their second team, almost more games than ever before. What it's helping? Two ways. India is gaining the experience to these top-class cricketers who are in the top ring, we call it. They are ready to play international. Some of them are working to get back into the original form or someone is looking for the opportunity. They're all playing in Team A. So that's a beauty. It's a preparation for the India through the secondary team. And at the same time, this Team A is visiting to the lot of countries where they can help their talent. It's unfortunate. Team A only came one time in West Indies. So that's a West Indies issue. But if you look at the other countries where they visited, they are heavily benefits from this sort of thing. So again, thanks, uh, Doctor, coming out for the show. You are always welcome, and we love to have you on board with this cricket. Whenever you have time, you can just dial in any time, and we'll be happy to talk cricket. Yeah. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yes, that sounds good. But before I go... Uh... I just want to yes. ask uh, all the all the panelists that uh, you guys are all uh, hopefully staying safe in this pandemic. And as soon as uh, any and all of you and your relatives have an opportunity to get the vaccine, please, please do not fear the vaccine. Vaccine is your friend. Vaccine is your friend. It is like, uh, you know, you are getting a helmet when you are facing a bouncer from Malcolm Marshall. How would you like mm-hmm. to be on the field facing mm-hmm. Malcolm Marshall or Andy Roberts or Joel Garner without a helmet or a pad or your guard? Nobody would want that, right? No, but let me tell you this stuff. So, my, my, I tell you, my, my doctor is an Indian and he makes sure that I get my first, my, my first shot. So. I, got, I got a question for you guys, all of you. Let me give you a surprise now here. Big one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, Doc, thanks for being us. And uh, this is a good yeah, opportunity well, we, 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 to become friends. 
Mm-hmm. And and let me give you the main stuff I got last night talking to the one Indian manufacturing company about the equipments. You guys will not believe it. These guys are ahead of us. After taking this Pujara Ini, I believe, or I will say this is in process, you will hear very soon, they are bringing a equipment will protect all body part facing ballers. It's a kind of garment type. So no more this thigh pad, chest pad, wrist, all those things. It's coming a one-sided, full kind of jacket. So mm, now like an armor. I have to, I have to <laughs> see what this implement is. Number two, how much weight is. That's the key mm-hmm. because batsman has to run with this gear, you know. But uh, the information I got from the webinar looks like these people are trying to make a light material uh, equipment with a lot of flexibility. It's the bottom line is trying to protect these batsmen from the fractures and uh, big impact throw the ball on any part of the body, which is causing the huge trouble in this series. And uh, I will say, first one, we're going to have the pictures within month. How about that for this entire year from your head to toe, anything facing ball. And, and I'm, 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 I'm promise, I'm promise uh, a sample. Yeah. Dr. Nilish. Well, it Would came you... out, it came out, Leon. It came out because of my coaching stuff and I do a lot of webinars. So this uh, company guy reached out to me and uh, mm-hmm. asked me some of the questions and concern about equipment. And with my expertise from baseball and soccer, I give them the advice. There are certain things we need it in terms of flexibility, like your elbow, your knee. These need to be 100% flexible to meet your natural movement. Okay. If the extra gear uh, limits you from those movements, then you cannot play well. So in my words, as a coaching side, the performance cannot be degraded because of the equipment. We need to make the equipment which equally works or compensate the performance without degradation. Mm-hmm. Doc, we're going to give you an opportunity to yeah. say your final thoughts because we have a limited time left on the show and anything that is on your mind that you, you had forgotten and you wanted to... Just express. Well, uh, we've, spoke, we've spoken a lot about cricket. My final thoughts are going to be completely relating to the pandemic. I just want all of you and your family members and your relatives to continue to uh, perform all the social distancing, wear your masks wherever you go. Uh, even, if, even if you get the vaccine, please make sure you continue to wear your masks. Do not think that now suddenly... Uh, you have conquered the world and you're going to give up your masks. No, continue to wear your masks and engage in social distancing. And most important uh, for everybody is that I think uh, just like we talked about how the West Indies team is going to come up from the bottom is we all have to be in this pandemic together and we have to work with each other. And yes, there may be some differences of opinion about, oh, this vaccine is better than this vaccine or you know, somebody got a side effect from this vaccine. Yes, vaccine have side effects. And at the same token, you know, when you drive a car and you leave your home, nobody can guarantee you that you're not going to get into an accident. So everything in life has side effects. 
vaccine has been tested. It is uh, proven to be safe. I took both my injections. Uh, I'm four mm-hmm. weeks after my second shot, and uh, I had a little bit of arm pain when I took the vaccine. But other than that, I'm fine. My wife got both the injections as well. She's fine. A lot of my patients who have who have uh, registered for the vaccine, some of them who have received it, have been doing well. All the doctor friends of mine who have taken the vaccine are fine as well. There was an occasional reaction, but that is not unexpected. So uh, please be safe. Uh, be there for each other. And God bless you all. Thank, Thank you. you. God bless you too. And we Thank you, sir. appreciate your presentation so much. And we, on behalf yeah. of all the panelists, we are, we are overjoyed and overwhelmed with the contribution that you've made. And like Jatin said, you are free to be here anytime. We are here every Sunday. And um, the episode can be retracted from the, our, our, our site. So you'll hear exactly how you, we performed this evening. Thanks a lot. Thank and you. may God continue to bless you. And we may just Thank do you, a virtual. Sir. You never know. You never know. We may just have you to do a virtual and all the panelists to see if we are okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank God you. Bless. Thank you, Jatin Bhai, for having me. Yes, it was indeed a pleasure. And folks, time is yeah, limited. Thank you, sir. Thank you very, very much. Jatin, why don't you send us home? Jatin. On well, behalf of all we talk a lot today. It's not just yes. about India. We talk West Indies, and we had a nice to chat with uh, Dr. Mehta. That's a good opportunity for all of us. And uh, as he said, try to stay safe, and uh, let's deal with it. We are in the one team. And I'll yes. try to catch you next Sunday. Till then, be safe. Enjoy See the you life. On the See you on the radio. And Simon, see you on the radio. Okay, good night, all. May God continue to bless. Let's continue to rally around the West Indies, folks. That's all we can do. Good night. Good night. Good night.
a warrior for Michael holding, holding the heat of the battle Michael should have left a long time I heard an angry brother shout Caribbean man, that, that, that That is the root of our trouble Oh, in these tiny theaters Of conflict and confusion Better known as the eyes of the West Look at next bad fan in trouble. I'm Rose Hadimel B. 
Them fellas were great bowlers. Them fellas were great. Them fellas were great bowlers. Them fellas were great. So this boy is a real disgrace Where the crowd is thunders and watching Defeat staring us in the face We had to call on them to face bowlers To prevent us from feeling shame But when they get on the ball Wicked splatter falls Best Indies back in the game Look Mr. Empire, raise up your finger Next man get caught in the cover Them fellas were great bowlers Them fellas were great Look at next bat man in trouble I'm rocket him LBW Them fellas were great Thank you. 